Mahmoud. I can't do that. Each. I agree. They'd be bankrupt. I want some paid sponsorship. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> okay, we're sample. live now. I mean, yeah. they date then. Some average endeavors. You get what I'm saying? Endeavors. Uh huh. Money for run. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, good morning, people. It is Thursday, the 20th of April. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And we're just going to go ahead and introduce ourselves. It's your boy, Big Mom from the East Side. Happy morning, people. Happy morning. It is it is your favorite shade green, my royalty. And they call me you, man. The pro-black activist, TDA producer, news analyst, Melanin Jampak. I love it. How's everyone? How's everyone doing today? We all right, man. We good. Yeah. yeah. Fresh, ready for the world. You all right? Yeah, I'm okay, thanks. Don't forget, tomorrow we're going through power and snowfall. Okay. Okay. I'm going I, to I, a funeral tomorrow. Mm. What time? Mm? What time? I'm not sure. I don't understand what you're saying. Mm? You he doesn't watch either anyway. You, you don't know when the person's being buried? It's in the afternoon. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> but I need to get my mind right. Yeah. <laughs> Put me in a yeah. Like. I will get you there, there. <laughs> <laughs> We're also having a funeral power so <laughs> Oh. We'll get you there. And we're doing a recap um, of the best bits of last year. Of TDA, by the way. Yeah, Not yeah. of last year, like you guys' general life. Sorry. <laughs> so you'll have to call in and whatnot, innit? Let us know your favourite moments and all it, that. There's been a few in the community, you know. So far, it's funny. Is yeah. it? Yeah. We'll cast me. I'll go and check the community and um, check there. But yeah, man. Should be good. It should be a good show tomorrow. Everyone back tomorrow? Yeah. Is Gina back in UK? I don't think she is. Is she? I don't think so. No. Mm. Um, the person who will know is not answering. I don't know why he's... <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> okay. Anyways, let's get to our first headlines. All right, so our first headline, and this is, again, like a continuation of Rishi Sunak's recent um, situation in the news. And Rishi Sunak's link to a childcare company boosted by Jeremy Hunt's recent budget has been included in a new list of ministerial interests, but only as a footnote. The new register, updated for the first time in a year, contains a reference to the Koru Kids firm that Mr Sunak's wife holds shares in. Mr Sunak is under investigation by Parliament's sleaze watchdog over allegations of a possible failure to declare the shares held by his wife, which is Axta Murti. Under the section for relevant interests held by Ms Murti, the new explanation is very similar to the 2022 list, explaining that she owns a venture capital investment company. But it adds that she has a number of direct shareholdings and a footnote saying that she includes her minority shareholdings in Koru Kids. For those unaware, Koru Kids is one of six major private care agencies being consulted on a pilot scheme as part of the government's ch childcare overhaul. Next headline, again, there's more issues in the S&P in Scotland. So Colin Beattie, has resigned as SNP treasurer after his arrest as part of a police investigation into the party's finances. He said he would also be stepping back from his role on the public audit committee until the public until the police investigation had concluded. The 71-year-old was taken into custody and released without charge on Tuesday. 
It came hours before First Minister Hamza Youssef set out his government's priorities for the next three years. In a statement, Mr. Beatty said he had resigned as treasurer with immediate effect. He also said, On a personal level, this decision has not been easy, but it is the right decision to avoid further distraction to the important work being led by Hamza Youssef to improve the SNP's governance and transparency. I will continue to cooperate fully with Police Scotland's inquiries and it would be inappropriate for me to comment any further on a live case. And the last headline, some controversy in Germany, where the German president has drawn parallels between the brutal Nazi crackdown of, Warsaw, of the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising in 1943 and the Russian president Putin's full-scale invasion of, Russia, of Ukraine last year. Mr. Putin, this is what he's saying, um, has broken international law, challenged borders and committed land grabs. More than 10,000 Jews were killed in the Nazis, killed by the Nazis, pardon me, during the ghetto uprising. But Mr. Steinmeier asked for forgiveness for the crimes Germany had committed. The Warsaw Up ghetto uprising, one of World War II's most remarkable acts of defiance, began exactly 80 years ago as a response to Nazi efforts to send the remaining Jewish population in the Polish capital to death camps. Hundreds of young Jewish men, armed only with pistols, machine guns and grenades, withheld the onslaught of German troops for three weeks. About 13,000 Jews were killed, many of them burnt alive or suffocated after the Nazis burned the ghetto block by block. But of the, the 50,000 residents, almost all were captured and sent to their death camps. And that's it for the headlines. Thank you. Let's get to the topic of the day. All right, people. So today's topic of the day is, is going to be, well, I'm assuming it's going to be a short one anyway, and um, but a lighthearted one. And this is a kind of, a, I guess, a little delve into uh, a topic that Esther brought up yesterday on Word and Road. And this is about the great rapper that is Chance the Rapper. It's great. <laughs> Name me five great Chance the Rapper songs. The great. <laughs> no, but to be fair to him, though, yeah, his first two or three projects were solid, you know. Yeah. Solid projects. But he who cared. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I did, let me not be silly. I did hear good things about it, but mm -hmm. I did try to give it a listen. Mm -hmm. So boring. He's a very good rapper, though. He's very skilled. Very skilled. Yeah, but, but he's definitely one of those that you have to kind of like his style. Yeah, yeah, I did not like the style, so mm. I just said, yeah, this is not, this is not for me. Well, Chance the rapper, like you said yesterday, been referred to as Chance the dancer. I said Good. Chance the married rapper. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Brent said Chance the dancer. <laughs> well, he's been out there enjoying himself, man. So Brent, if you don't mind, to refresh the people mm -hmm. with a video clip. The pop smack is what's sending me. <laughs> I shouldn't really play this music. Copyright. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, as you can see, guys, Chance the Rapper is enjoying himself. But the argument is, though, and um, Mark said this yesterday as well, is he not just embracing Caribbean culture? That's what it looks like to me. <laughs> <laughs> Embracing something. <laughs> He's embracing a whole lot of something. Yeah, because obviously the Caribbeans have to talk in it because I, I don't know about this type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but As Africans, we're very wholesome. and uh... It's funny that stuff's going around <laughs> from like people in the comments and stuff like that. You could probably tell who's 
mm-hmm. who's Caribbean and who's not. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody's getting their knickers in a twist over it. <laughs> Do you know what the Caribbean yeah. people are like... <laughs> Yeah, what, what, yeah. that, what kind of foolishness is he talking about? Because man's holding on wine. Do you know what? He's done it in wine, public, you know. No, but holding on mm, wine is true. what it is. It you didn't. Is slapping someone's bump out holding the wine? Could it well be, yeah. But what I'm saying is, that's a married man. <laughs> <You're> so annoying. <laughs> huh? That could well be. No, it could. You look, see your eyes at the end. Look at her eyes at the end. Look at her eyes. Watch, 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 watch. watch. Oh, she rolled her eyes. Oh, it was dead. Oh, that's that's worse. Yeah, that's not why she rolled her eyes. That's, that's why she rolled her eyes. She ain't feel nothing. We can't see nothing. But remember, he's a, he's a married man. This ain't something he's done in secret. He's a public figure. He's there mm-hmm. in public. There's cameras there on him. He's dancing in it. So he clearly feels like he hasn't done anything wrong. He surely should know his partner to know that that's clearly it's not a sackable offence. Mm. You get me? Or it would be hiding in it. So it's just like everybody just just... I don't know. Everybody's just creating a, a, a fuss for no reason. So, is that is that a wine? Exactly. First of all, what is it? I'm asking you. Is that a wine that looks like a little, little um, Jamaican dagger? No, a, a wine dagger. It's all the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, dagger and da- wine in what's it matter? Oh, it's the same thing. To me, it's all dancing, isn't it? If your girl's getting daggered by a man in a dance, then <laughs> <laughs> you might not you might, you might not be too impressed. And I hear that. You get me. But as the daggeree or the dagger, what is he? Is he the daggeree or the dagger? The dagger. The dagger. The girl's the, the dagger. Okay, cool. As the dagger, he's he'll be all right. Maybe if you see your gal getting daggered, you might, you might, <laughs> you might not be too impressed. Granted, you know what I'm trying to say. Granted. No, but it's it's just dancing, really. Yeah. See, I get... people dance with each other. Yeah, in clubs, especially in carnival, dance to each other and have never have no form of interaction. Never speak to each other. Never see each yeah, other again. True. Someone's walking this way. Someone else is walking that way. They meet in the middle, wine, and go about their business. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, is this worth? Is this worth? Is this worth any headache? Mm. Really? Is it? You can tilt your head all you like. It is in my household. You can't be doing that. Because first of all, yeah, you're not even from the culture. So I don't know what you're embracing so 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 fully. <laughs> For me, it's the smacking of the bum. I don't think... Like, do you know how wild that is? Is it the hips it, or the bum? It, it's the bum. Right. It's the bum. Nah. You think it's the hips, Emmanuel? Okay, it's, it's, it's a bit of hippie. It's a bit hip. It's not really... You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, like, I understand that that's obviously the culture. Um... And that's it. Like I, like I understand that that's the culture. It's not part of the culture I embrace. I embrace the food side of things. But um, for me personally, I would not be comfortable if that was my partner doing that. That's why you're just the way you sell relationships and stuff. They're not very appealing, is it? No, but it's not. It's not bond. It's not bondage, though. I'm just saying. I can't even. If you can't even have a dance, no, you I don't can, even though. know why I'm gonna engage. Why I want to go. No, but you can't. I feel like if you married a Caribbean woman, she'd be fine with that. I'm not Caribbean. I'm African. I'm Nigerian. That's not part. Of, that's, my, that's not my culture. So I'm not gonna understand that. I think that's that's, that's so one of the main equally things. yoked. Yeah, you, that's it. Because if you married a Caribbean woman, you had a Caribbean wife, she would not care about that. So your marriage is bliss. She's not gonna care. But in my Nigerian household, we don't do that. So I'm I'm gonna need to understand what spirit came over you mm. to be to think that you can be doing that. I think you do have Caribbean women who wouldn't be cool with that. To be honest, I was trying to help the guy because you know he was saying I wasn't really sending marriage to him. So um, I just thought maybe Caribbean women would love it with you. I mean, there's gonna be women from it doesn't matter where they're from yeah. that are just that are just jealous, isn't it? You get me? So. Is it jealousy? I hate when people do that. You know, 
I hate when you say you've got an issue with something. Someone like, oh, you're insecure. It is insecurities and no, jealousies. It's it is. Because at the end of the day, I'm just having a dance, isn't it? Like, so it is insecurities and jealousy. Like, if you wanna, if like we don't know the ins and outs of their relationship, we don't know their, we don't know what he's done for her. We don't know like this guy could be her biggest rock in the world, and now we're questioning whether this is even a solid marriage because a man held her one dance. Who's so questioned it's like, it? It's well, people are, people are talking nonsense. Like people are talking all types of nonsense over the dance, and it's like so. Okay, so I assume then that you wouldn't mind your girl doing that then. Well, if my girl went to one of them carnivals, if my girl went to that one in carnivals and she was dressed up like that bird, yeah. yeah, that he was dancing with, yeah, she's probably getting wind up all day. Okay, so you don't mind that? No, if I, did, if, if I didn't mind, if I let her go to that carnival like that in the first place, why am I, my, why am I policing the situation for? No, she's going to be going there, they're going to be dancing, they're going to be dancing all day. She more than likely is going to hold a wine. She might hold a wine from a policeman in, 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 if it's in Notting Hill. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say, like? Who cares? That's good. Well, that she held a wine from someone on carnival that she never, that she don't even know, that she never seen, that she's never gonna speak to again, never. No, who cares? No, one don't care. Mm, that's lovely. Do you see it as the same as being in the club? Because obviously, in the club, sometimes you might wine with someone like this year, and be wine with her the whole night. You know what I'm saying? And it may be, you know what I'm saying. But here, as quick as um, Chancellor Rapid did his um, dance, he went off. Yeah, I, for me. For me, there's no reason why any woman should be twerking on you, whining on you, anything like that. I don't care wherever the set, wherever the setting is, uh, barbecue, someone's mm. garden, Vegas, <laughs> carnival, church. I don't care where you are. There's mm. no reason for any woman to be whining on you and twerking on you. you I see, don't. I'm not wired that way. Because I wouldn't got, do that on any man. That's why they got to leave me alone. Because I don't care if I gonna want to dance. I would dance. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, but that's the thing that you're gonna be equally yoked to your partner. She's gonna be dancing around the place too. You're, you guys yeah. are gonna be dancing. You're gonna be dancing, people. If music comes on, couple. if music comes on, and and and, and you give someone a wine, what's the big deal? No, but this is it though. The thing, I'm not fighting you on this. <laughs> I'm not like I'm not fighting you on this. This your opinions and your stance means nothing to me. You know how much girl I've wine. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be with a guy like that. You know how much girl I've wine up. Never seen again in it. my life. And this is great. Fuck, why don't you call you know up the show, man? Call up, man. <laughs> because you what's know, going on here, man? Because you know how life is so great for you? Your girl is also going to be sitting on somewhere else talking about, yeah, do you know how guys I'm winding up and it's going to mean nothing for them? Yeah, if you got a little dancing dancer girl and that's her story, she's a life of the party, she like dance up the place and thing and whatnot, whatnot, then... Like, I think it's mm. that's a beautiful union, I see. I can see friends dancing. Again, it must be... I don't know because... When we're talking about culture, I don't know why African people are moving like they ain't got no culture, like they can't dance or they don't like to celebrate. But we don't do that in my culture. Yeah. We can't. So we I don't can't, know. I see, you can't be I've, a woman. Dan- I've danced with friends and that, like that. Like, it's just mm. dancing, like. It's yeah, just... but that's what I'm saying. Though. But that's the thing. Culture is different. In African culture, I can't be married and be dancing on all up on men like that. That's that's a family meeting. That is that is wild. This is it about culture. This is what I'm saying. This is why I'm not like I accept what you're saying because my culture, I have not been raised. For that, for me to be able to normalize that, do you get what I mean? In my culture, if you're married, you can't be dancing on, you can't be dancing on men. Period. Like I'm not going to the club and whining on guys, and that's why I say that again. It works because the way my stance is, the guys I date, mm. they have the same stance. I'm not whining up on men when I've got the man that I have at home. If I'm having like a, there's like a family party or something. I don't know, gathering or whatever. One of the members, someone's wife is dancing with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. That's not cause for concern. Yeah, that's like, dancing ever. Again, I mean, it's there's a certain and t- up on yeah, there's a certain type of dancing mm-hmm. that that, and even if yeah, it's exactly. no, but whining is not that you you could there's level like you can go hard if you want. You get what I'm trying to say that. So you can see you can see someone turning up on someone. And you could think, yo, that's a bit mm-hmm. e- in my excessive. Community, yeah. How come you're 
Like, why did you go with that first? Like, <laughs> what made you go with that first? <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? There's times when, yeah, of course that could be a thing, but for the most part, if they're just dancing, like, it's just... There's nothing wrong with dancing. You can dance to anybody you want to dance to in so you saying, culture. So you're saying it's the style of dancing? But it's the style of dancing. Like, I'll be honest, like, if I, if my, if I was at a family thing or whatever or any functional thing and my mom was just dancing with somebody... Have you heard Soka? Have you heard Soka? Have yeah, of course. How's your man supposed to dance with Tsoka innocently if you like? Because my man doesn't listen to Soka. My man listens to Afrobeat. <laughs> no, he ain't gonna dance like that to Whiskey. No, what I'm saying, if he was Whiskey's a... music does not warrant such moves. No, but if he was at a carnival and it was and it was going off, mm-hmm. you get me. And they're dancing and he held, and he caught a wine. It's a, it's all fun and games and you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I want to ask a question. I, of course, I get what you're I saying. I want to ask a question. Go on, Mags, because I know. When it is that we come to these types of topics, because of your disposition um, and the types of women that you basically find attractive and you are kind of um, drawn to, it's not the type of women that, let's say, Manuel might be drawn to. Right? Yeah, but this, I'm not talking about a type of woman. I'm talking about <coughs> dancing. This doesn't this refer to a type I'm, of woman. Let, let me set it up. Go on. You know where I'm going. You're ready. Itching to basically defend yourself, and that's fine. <laughs> I'm not. I just said it's not, it doesn't speak to the type of woman that dancing. Let me but go finish. on. Let me finish. Go on, go on, go on. God damn. <laughs> now, I think it's always good for me to put an example in front of you so you can answer that question, right? So, here's a scenario. You are with a girl. You don't believe in marriage, so it's just your girl. Everybody knows it's your girl, mm-hmm. right? And you go carnival with your girl, mm-hmm. right? And Loons spends three songs. Three of the soca songs that you want everybody to be focusing on. Three of them. Don't do that. Long soca songs. No one does, does Listen that. Listen carefully. No one does I'm that. Asking, I'm asking, I'm painting a scenario right There's now. There's an unspoken rule. Am, Why would he dance with a man's gang right, for three so where's songs? your threshold? <laughs> huh? Where's that's, your that, threshold? That's where you draw the line. Well, that one. Where's your line that you draw? <laughs> that's where you draw the line. One. Why is he waiting for the next song? For? Where you are, you are a comedian. <laughs> you, you are. A, you are a comedian. Because you can't hold it. I've been in the dance yet. If you, for, we're old school, yeah. If you dance with a gal, yeah, you dance where, where you move on. This you is see beautiful. That? Now you're telling me the etiquette for a carnival, yeah, this, right? No, it's not a carnival. I'm talking I, about. I, I'm just, I now need the etiquette. Because just for some about, people, the I'm, lines are different. I'm just talking about being in the dance, yeah. Because I'm old school, yeah. Like when we used to have before social media, like, it would just be numbers and that, yeah. You got to a gal, you dance with the gal, yeah. The gal might look back if she likes you, she'll keep dancing. Sometimes they have to wait till there's a break in the music so they can get the right light to see. So sometimes they'll lie to dance, but then when they get the break to look, they'll check. If it's not that, they'll slip off. You get what I'm trying to say? They'll give you the one dance, yeah. <laughs> Usually, wait wait, 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 I like this, right? So, go <laughs> so they look back to see if it is you are. Yeah, All right, if you're nice. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they'll slip off, yeah. And then usually, I don't know, the DJ might be doing some talkings or whatever, but if the dance got good to you, there'll be a bit where there might be a little bit of break in the music. If you just still want to dance, you'll stand up there with your, with your hands on her mm, hips, yes. back on her waist, yes. yeah. And if she, <laughs> and if she's, if she wants, if she wants to stay for that dance, she's gonna let you. She might even rest her hand there and wait for the dance game. When the next song changes, comes in, you just go again. Mm-hmm. If you make it to three songs, yeah, you don't even need to talk. You just slip your phone around the front like that, yeah. You give them the phone, and then. They take the phone and then while they're winding up, they put their number in it. Mm. You get me? Winding <laughs> up, winding up, put their number in it. They give it back to you. Everybody knows that's how it goes. Mm. So you got no business dance with a man's gal for three, three not even songs. two songs. Mm. Like if it's something that happened naturally, it's a one song thing. You had the moment, you enjoyed it, you're gone. Mm. 
What what's going on in unless unless it was a transition and the mix was mad. Mm. You get me? <laughs> <laughs> if the mix was mad and caught everybody off guard, mm. then alright, cool. Maybe two songs, you get me? But you shouldn't be dancing with the next man's girl for more than one song. Cause it's all fun and mm. games like ah oh, very very oh look that like, Esther come boom 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 <laughs> oh yeah we had a little dance it was fun we go about our business mm. why are you waiting for the next rhythm for mm. like that again you know so that one what, song and done yeah why is it yeah. Like, yeah, what's wrong with him staying for more than one plus songs what am I doing while he's waiting for these <laughs> three songs <laughs> 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 I'm the same thing for. I'm doing when <laughs> 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 I'm winding up and slapping up a girl's, uh, girl's bum at carnival same thing I'm what doing what the hell am I doing same thing I'm doing what are these songs the same thing you said I was insecure my insecure ass is doing while I'm watching my man winding up and slapping the girl's bum that's same crazy thing. I'd rather her wind three different man for three different rhythms like do you think that's a bit of insecurity though what what the hell am I missing here? What's going on? Free why? You my brethren you, too. Like why? You can't he, be no, no, them my brethren. Even if it was a stranger, if it was a stranger, and I said, "All right, cool, come, I'll let him hold the one wine," and he's got. Yeah. When I when I said the second song, <laughs> Donnie ain't gone about his business. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Is going but on? they right. should be insecure. Why? Yeah, but why? Why? Because why, I just explained to you. The, I just explained to you the unspoken rules. You <laughs> no, get but me? Why must he move on though? Okay, cool. So what are we going? So what? You might just stay with her for the whole night. You might just stay with her all night and dance with her all night. Then. Yeah, but you don't mind though. What are you talking about? I'm talking about, I'm talking about the, the way you've been talking. You said this is not a big deal. It is what it is. It's culture. Blah blah blah. If you meet so someone, think, yeah. Yeah, but just, maybe the one is so good. I don't want to go. If you I don't meet someone and just have a random dance, dance, that is different. Even if you go to a, if you go out to a club and you meet and you and you just have a dance with a girl, that's different. If you go to a dance and you find a girl and you stay with her all night mm. and dance with her all night, yeah, that is. Intentional. Yo, yo, this for three minutes, 23 seconds is wild. <laughs> I don't know. What song's playing? <laughs> what, Soka and that? Calypso and that? <laughs> that, for three minutes, 23 th- seconds is wild. Yeah, but they're going to be doing that all day. I'm talking about you and your scenario. You letting Loons do that for three minutes, 23 seconds. That's a whole chat. That same gyration. That's, I mean, I don't care. I know. I don't know what he's at one. He's just dancing. But just one. You can't do it for two and three. That's that's where he's that's at. Where you nah. nah, nah, nah. Again. Next one. You want the next man to come to. Yeah, next man, yeah. Because I don't understand. <laughs> cycle, cycle. Yeah, I, don't <laughs> understand, I don't understand why you're holding on for this for this wine for. I don't understand how you could be trying to get three rhythms. Like that dance is getting too good to you, right? Why would you be holding on for three rhythms? Like if this was the third song, yeah, that they've played, yeah, and you've caught them in the act, then I'll tell you he's going too hard. You get me? Because he's lo- he's loving this too much. If this was just a quick passing thing or whatever, if you've caught the end of three songs, yeah. sessions, yeah, yeah, he's too invested. Yeah. Three minutes, watching my man wind up on a girl for three minutes and 23 seconds. That's crazy, it's though. Mad. But you know, it's mad. You know how slow time is going to be? Look at, look at this arc of this wine. This is <laughs> hump part of it, right? Because wines aren't normally like this. Look at nah. that. I mean, three minutes, 23 seconds of that. You You're to... looking for penetration at this point. No. Listen. You need to go drop it. <laughs> Stop saying drop it. You need to go. You need to go. You need to go. You need to just go and see how people live. When people, mm. everybody, like-minded individuals have gone there to go and turn Juve. up dance. They're wearing all this. They're wearing, they're wearing all these kind of stuff. This is the whole point. They've gone there. It's a celebration of music, dancing, culture, life. This is what they've gone there to do. Mm. These guys are going to go home being whined by 10,000 men. Don't mean nothing. Not a, not a one ross. Not a one rust. These guys wait, look look forward to this stuff all year, to their costumes, want to go out. Yeah, maybe they are buff, want to show their bodies up and stuff. It's expression. So what? Who gives a shit? They're going to go there and dance all day. It doesn't mean anything. I like how it is if you've done all that and then kept your eyes locked onto what? that wine. 
You're a professional. <laughs> yeah, because I like I like the wine. I like the wine. I'm here for it. But I'm saying there's nothing. There's nothing in this. Even if you went around and done that with 50 girls that day. Mm. All right. So I'm, I mentioned wine etiquette before, right? Because if it's culture, it's culture. We can't really look to project our insecurities onto this particular um, cultural yeah, practice, see. right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Agreed. We hear that. Um, but what what's the etiquette? When does it kind of blend over into na 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 na? Now it's violation. I mean, like I think you can. I think you can tell. Like, you get what I'm trying to say. Like I think there's like like body language, like. So keep your hands to yourself. Are you saying? Maybe you just gotta be aware of it. I was at some, where was it? I was somewhere the other day. I was at a baby shower the other day. We was there turning up. I'm dancing with my brothers. I already told you that that was not a baby shower. Yeah, it was. It was. Oh, the party. That was a club. No, but I'm dancing with my brothers, gal, live mm. on the dance floor. How many songs? That's like probably like one. When you say you were Maybe dancing, two. were you whining? We was dancing. It was bashment music. We was dancing. We were going too hard. But obviously, again, I'm mindful of. I'm not bringing out my my crazy moves. <laughs> my, I wasn't there, so I'm, you know what I'm trying to say. I like, I'm not I like bringing context. out the. Yeah. I, I'm I like not context. bringing out the walkie like, dip. I, I like context, right? Because <laughs> right now, <laughs> no, walkie dip. Right now, right now we're talking about this, and we can see that image, right? So when you I wasn't dancing like that. Th- this is it's why it's important to give me details. I right? wasn't dancing like that. So no. how were you dancing? It doesn't matter. The point is... No, it, it does. It, it really does. Because you're giving, using it as an, as an example, right? No, but what I was trying to say is you do have to... Because it matters about body language and stuff. So you do have to be mindful, yeah, of how you're moving in it. Like in that moment in time, as, as much as I know it's innocent and it's a dance, I know I'm dancing with somebody else's gal. They're there. They're in the building or whatever. So you would be mindful of... Like I'm saying, just just how you move. You see certain people and their body language is moving crazy. Like you can't wallpaper no one's gal. You get what I'm trying to say? If you do that, that's what that's mental. What does that mean? What when you wallpaper a thing? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> why do you just assume I do this? I don't do this. Because you're an old Caribbean man. You must have wallpapered old Guan Gal in a dance before. Please, you've said it again. Can you give me the I didn't even try to even try to understand. I just said it's above me. Have you seen in like Oh, actually, is there even any? Is there even movies that I can think of references like, like slow dancing, slow whining up against the wall? So like mm. the girls up against the wall, you're up against her, pressed pressed flat, <laughs> and you're slow dancing, just mm. gyrating like just you know like you just wallpapering that. You get me? <laughs> pressed up against the wall, slow. You know that film? You got, you, um, you can imagine what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Michael Ward and um. Oh. When they go back in this old, old yeah, school, yeah, 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 and they go into the Shobins, yes, and they get up against the wall, getting yes, wallpaper. Yes, remember that film? Yes, yes. Is it recent? Was, it was on BBC something. Yeah, it might be small oh, axe thing. Yeah, yeah, small axe. Yeah, yeah, and they get up against the wall, getting wallpaper. That mm-hmm. kind of style is old school. Them type of thing. There, you can't be if your cat's getting wallpaper. Like yeah. she shouldn't even want to partake in that. Also, oh, that's that's noble. That's that's impossible. That's impossible. That's that's a chemistry developer. That's dangerous, man. What? 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 That's impossible. A chemistry. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. So you're saying feelings could be caught through that particular action, but not the other. Number one's quick and bounce. You know what I'm saying? This one's like I'm getting to know you and all that. Okay. Exchanging of the souls. All right. That one's brazy. So it's basically, it's basically slow whining. Yeah. yeah. Like. <laughs> don't you think slow whining is worse than what he done? If you caught a man slow whining, you, you don't think that's worse than what Chance is doing? <laughs> no. Let's, uh, let me unpack this quickly because I need you to answer. Is it not worse? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, in my single state, 
I can't even imagine it. What slow wine is on? You must be. You must be. You must want to die. <laughs> you must <laughs> do. Like, what? That's wild. Mm. If that if I find that wild, slow whining. Yeah, it's mad. No. Alright, so no wallpapering, right? No wallpapering, definitely not. Okay. No so way. smacking the bums, that's okay. Would you just smack your, your friend's bum? Your friend's mum, no. Your friend's girl's bum while you're whining with her? No. Why not? It's inappropriate. Alright, so keep your hands to yourself. Well, if it's a man's gal, yeah. If I was out and... If it's a stranger. Yeah, if I was girl. in there, I might slap a thing's bum. Alright, so when it comes to carnival, the cultural practice is fine to slap a stranger's bum whilst holding a wine. You don't know she's got a man. Mm. I don't want to say that because it's not about slapping bums. People are going to express themselves wherever they express themselves. Yeah, like people express themselves wherever they express themselves, and people are going to allow whatever they allow, isn't it? So if people are cool. If people want to go around slapping bums, and people are cool to get their bum slapped. That's on them. I'm not saying that's that's not part of anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not part. That's not the slapping bums part. Is not part of anything. That's not part of the culture. So you would wait until she grabs your hand and then puts it on her bum. No, you would. I'm, yeah, I'll do whatever I want, but I'm saying, I'm saying, you play pack, packaging it like it's part of the culture to be going around <laughs> smacking bums and these things. I'm talking about. I'm, I'm trying to set the etiquette guidelines. Yeah, so it's not about smacking bums. Again, that's each to the individual, that's, isn't it? Like he, he was feeling himself. He was feeling in the, moment, he was in the moment, and he smacked a little ass. You get me? That's not part of the deal. It's not like to say like it's. It's not. It's, it's, that's each to the it's, it's individual basis. I'm saying. Okay. Like you don't need to highlight the smacking of the bum. Okay. Mm. It's not All giving. Right. Yeah. Is your pastor's son? Who chants? Uh, is he? He's a Christian. He does a lot of Christian stuff. See, now nah, Christians can't dance. We've got, this we got to do this. Oh, we were talking about twerking for Jesus the other day, and obviously that's wrong. But I'm saying, what, Christians can't dance now? I already told you, babe, I told you anyone can do anything they want to do. Just not with me. <laughs> <laughs> just, just not when I'm your girl. You can't. No. Okay, so honestly, yeah, this is. Honestly, yeah, you yeah. go out of a man, yeah, Caribbean man, yeah. he's all for the culture. He loved, he loves dancing, yeah. all that kind of stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're in that situation, yeah. You heard, you go, there's somewhere, I don't know, car- carnival, there's a video. carnival, yeah. yeah. And there's actually a video, and your man's getting wind up in carnival. Yeah. What What do you do with that? What are you doing with that? Honestly, I mean, don't be stupid as well. Be serious. What are you doing with that? I'll be honest with you, yeah. If I was to go out with someone who's Caribbean, these are the conversations I'm having with you from like. To know what the boundaries and stuff like that. Is. Like, what are you on when you go carnival? Like, <laughs> yeah, do you go carnival? Because I've never been carnival. I'm about to start now. Okay. So, um, do you go to carnival? Okay. And what what are you like when you go to carnival? Like, I actually want to know these things because I think that example, says a lot. Because if you've been carnival, I think you'd even just walk through there one time. Yeah. I think you'd probably think differently about it. Then. No, because there's a lot of things I see that I still think the same about. No, but when you see, obviously, you probably would have seen dumb antics online, right? But it's not the same as going and being there and being immersed in. Nah. In something, in it, because again, it's, it's still not my thing. Do you know what I mean? I feel like, it, and that's what it is. So if it's this thing, obviously we've got to come to a compromise. But you have to understand that this is not my culture, so it is foreign to me. But at the same time, I have to understand that this is your culture. Is that so? We can we come to a, a mutual some form of agreement. If I saw that video, let's just say my man was Chance the Rapper, and I saw that video, we're having a conversation. I feel like if I saw you, if you're winding up, cool. I, I could actually that could slide. But the slapping of the bum, that one, that one's different. That one we'll have to talk about. That's crazy. But this is why you have to be equally yoked. Mm. And know where you, go where you, you won't get headache. Because I'm not trying to have conversations every year about carnival. 
and what what you're allowed to like. I'm not trying to. I don't believe in controlling relationships. I'm like you. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to do, like. It's it's not that. Mm. There's things I wouldn't do just because I respect my partner. You slapping a girl's bum and carnival. You should not be doing that because you respect me. But yeah, man. Do you feel? Do you feel like? I guess. Um, obviously, I'm kind of generalizing here, but Caribbean dancing, right? Is very sexual. Is that basically where the issue is? No, because okay. is it really sexual? Stuff, that's though? Very Western. Why, from why from, from African eyes, it is. You know. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why, why do you say it's very sexual? Because what? Because what is the issue with the dancing? No, do you see the sexual? No, no. We'll come back to that after. <laughs> but what, I was, what I'm saying is, like, like for those of us who may have issues with it, is it because it's sexual? You know what I'm so saying? You 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 define it as sexual. So you see it as sexual. I mean, it's sexual. In, in, yeah, of course it's sexual. It's like twerking. Like, like, would you do that in church? Wait, are you talking about this, what you've just seen, you mean? Like on the thingy? Because I, like, I keep telling you, like, why didn't it doesn't just constitute that? Mm. Do you understand? Mm. I said that looks like a form of daggering to me. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, what, so what, that? that. So what, You're mimicking a thrust. So this is what I'm saying to you. This, for, like I said, for mm. me, that's not that's not the be all and end all of a whining. Yeah, right? of course, of course. So that aspect of it. But this you're talking, just, you're just talking about because you said Caribbean culture is full of um sexual dance. No, 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 dancing the, like Caribbean dancing. Like, yeah, 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 basically. I don't know because yeah. I'm generalizing. Swear, of course. So when 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 you look at Latin dancing and stuff, do you think that's sexual too? I think. Some of it can be. And let me pull up some some you know, African salsa dances. Because yeah. I swear very, I've seen some some African dances that sensual. is very 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 well, sensual. Salsa. Very sensual. Yeah, it's basically like sex on the dance floor. I want to do that. Mm. I'm the rumba and them thing there. <laughs> what the rumba? I'm going salsa dance. Wait 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 wait. So how do you say that rumba is street sex, right? Salsa. Clothes on. I need to remember which one the rumba is. One of them is. Show us what you're talking about. Which one is we talking about? Well, show you. No, just no, don't stand up or anything, but show us the. All of them. Any of them no, moves. No, I, I need to show me. Any of them moves from dirty I dancing. I hear what you're saying. Any, any, any. But show us. I can't. I ain't got it. I ain't got it. Like <laughs> but look, look at all. Because all the man them that do strictly end up chopping the things. Mm. All the strictly people, every nearly every episode of strictly, someone gets cheated on. You get me? If that was just bashment music, that wouldn't happen. Cheated on? Strictly Come Dancing? Strictly Come Dancing, yeah. yes. Wait, wait. I've never watched this show. Wait, there's like a reality TV element. Saturday. No, you just hear it after the show. To strictly, oh, serious? They, they yeah. train every week. So when you go from every week and you see them training for the songs, they're together all the time. So you see them and living in quarters together and stuff. No, you just see them training, innit? So but, where does this whole? Because afterwards, you know, it's broke up marriages and that. Yeah. There's people like they chop the and contestants, chop the other people, yeah. men and the girl, like mm-hmm. they chop each other. Oh, they're together. They started on strict on strictly. Now they're together. Like this thing is a thing. It happens all so the time. So you're saying that rumba and salsa is chemistry dancing. As I said before, I don't know, but all is I know is yeah. Parenting? All I know is yeah. If strictly every week was just bashment music, <laughs> then would they, they would have went back home to their families. Are you sure? Yes, mm. would have been light-hearted, jovial thing. You get what I'm trying to say? They would have went back home to their families. That was breaking up homes. Bashment yeah. ain't never break up no home. You think so? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> never had no hope to start with. <laughs> Don't say that. Just Don't say that. Say, <laughs> 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 so, man, it's, it's a sexual dance, yeah? I think, I mean, yeah, 100%, of course, man. But every, a lot of dance are <laughs> sexual, though. Like, we talked about twerking. <laughs> I think that's sexual as well. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, I, a lot of dance are sexual, though. That's the thing. Is the man and woman going to get aroused, yeah, if they're doing a waltz? 
if they're doing if they're doing Depends. that. Serious? Yeah. Because that's the thing. But it's about how you see it based on how it is you've been raised and your culture and stuff like that. There's people that that might be very, very like that chemistry mm-hmm. of when you waltz, when you look into each other's eyes, when you're on beat, when all of that stuff for them will be that. This is true. But again, because it's not what we're used to mm. seeing, we'll be like, no, that's that's not sexual at all. But, but those, there's those, probably some Karens out there who are upset that Gary's out here. That, 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 ru- that routine mm. stuff like that will build way more chemistry than anything chance done yeah. in that video. Mm. Like, when I when I when I drop my head back, you pick me up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> nah, man, that is yeah. catching feelings from that. It's a man you can rely on. <laughs> I can trust you. <laughs> yeah, I think, oh, yeah. It's just, a, it's just a, it's just it just depends on it. It's what, it's mm. about what you're exposed to. I don't. I see dancing. Yeah, I'm not maybe not together yet, but I've seen ex- examples of African dancing. Yeah, and it's all very much. Waist gyrating yeah, and absolutely. all this kind of stuff. Especially so, the Congolese. I, especially the Congolese. Yeah. Even the boys. Mm-hmm. The Congolese yeah, boys. I don't know what they what they do. But <laughs> it's their culture. It gives me the ick. Go on PK's Instagram. Like, I don't. I can't. Yeah. I only like the ones with top. <laughs> I only like the ones been telling jokes from the top up. <laughs> no, but I'm saying. Mm. So why is there no why is there no negative connotation in that? Or is it because I don't understand? What's the difference? I think there is though, you know. Like in, in, in yeah, in those circles. But that's what I was saying know. to you. Yeah. Cause even like African, like we have there's dances again in African culture that are sexual. Mm-hmm. And I think dancing cool, cool with someone is fine. But there's certain dances that maybe like, oh, you're trying to steal my husband. You can't mm-hmm. be winding up, doing up water waste on my husband. And in like yeah, Afrobeats, in Afrobeats dances, when the Afrobeat section come on and the gal are getting wind up, you start moving like you're dancing to Bashment anyway. Because again, yeah, there's no separate, there's no separate Afrobeats moves. Yeah, you're not drawing for your Afrobeats moves. You're using yeah, because we dance about waist and bum in our culture anyway. So it's not saying so you do it all the time. So it's normal. Yeah, that's, I, I'm t- I'm not saying it's not normal. It's normal. You just can't do it on my man. But that's why I, it's, th- it's th- normal. Th- that's why I guess that's the problem, isn't it? Because like you know what it is. Like if you're seeing somebody from uh, I guess an African culture, yeah, doing this particular thing in his or her mind, they know this is not the norm for us. So if yeah. we're doing this, it means... It's not, it's, yeah, it's you know not appropriate. Saying? Do you get what I mean? Exactly. Like you can do it if it's like a friend or whatever and it's, that's cool, but it's... Dip, like, obviously, I know this is this, this is my personal issue, but there's a certain way I dress around like married men and stuff. If mm. I'm going to like my friend's house and they're married or whatever, I'm not going to dress to their house how I would dress to mm. brunch or whatever like that. Do you get what I mean? Because again, it's about me being appropriate. Obviously, that is a lot of layers to it but for another day. But that's, again, how I've been raised. That's oh, my really? culture. And it's just that way. Okay, then, but everybody can do things when they're dancing individually, yeah? Is there any examples of them dancing together, then? Does that make sense? Because then that will give us... have all the... That will give us... The videos. (laughs) That will give us more of an insight to what it's like if they're dancing together. We're looking at some Mapuka. (laughs) What's Mapuka? What country is this from? Um, Me? You can't see Emmanuel? This is harmless, no, though. No, no, I can't that one. Oh, what's that? Oh, Russia then. Okay. The cheek flicks. Oh. <laughs> Not just cheek flicks. Yeah, it's a whole <laughs> Cheek flicks and that, you know. Yeah, you are rude. You were more talking about my people them they're doing cheek flicks. I've actually had to um, put well, up I'm the, not doing that in another man. version. I've typed this into Google in here. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> let me show you. Let me show you. Look. Oh, oh my okay. god! Wait, go back up to go up. Nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> 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 this morning. 
I'm gonna say, press that one. Let me see that one. Brent, know which one I wanted you to press. Nah, Yo. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> we, we need to click this one here. This, this Mapuka dance here. Father God. Oh yeah, she's great. So if she's doing that on a man, what what do you think is gonna be happening? If the nah. man's there and she's doing that, what do you think is gonna be happening? Is she African? If she's African and she's doing this on someone else, if it was like a man that's not like that's just there, not married, anything like that, that's calm. But say I was there, I, like she knows me, she knows my husband, that like she does that my husband, she's deaf again, slut shamed, one hundred percent. By me and my aunties. One hundred percent. So it's a red flag for you if it is that your your man is a carnival slapping bums enthusiast carnival enthusiast. Do you know what? No, because I've dated someone who went to carnival, mm. but like I didn't. If like obviously if you wind and whatever, I didn't care for. It. I think sometimes as well, <coughs> just having video footage makes things worse. Mm. But for me, that's fine. If he was whining, I don't. You can whine, you can do whatever. But if say I was there or I saw a video of him slapping some a girl's bum. That for me is different. That's different. That's where I draw the line. Not two songs. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why you seeing the bum slaps will make you feel like that. That's a sexual. Because you can say that like, that's excessive, isn't it? Like you're I'm just you in the bedroom. You're essentially just uh, slapping bums and squeezing bums, and I mean, but oh my gosh, <coughs> it's carnival. His bum probably got slapped bare times as well. You oh, get dear. me? I can't see my man's bum get slapped. <laughs> <laughs> It comes for divorce. <laughs> it's so icky. <laughs> I can't see that. No. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to the Freak Nick documentary. When's that coming up? Soon. Well. Okay. Well, hopefully. People are petitioned for it to be removed completely. They're just gonna get people are just gonna get in trouble for that. I don't know who they are. But it's because it's gonna be moaning about stuff that happened. 100 years, yeah, years ago that ago. nobody moaned about at the time and everybody was happy and indulging and doing it and then you are going to bring it up now put a microscope under it and then talk about how wrong it was and try and ruin people's careers and livelihoods for stuff that everybody took part in I just can't I ain't got time for people's foolishness man but that's literally what they're going to do like yeah. someone's going to come out of there covered in shit <laughs> like, like 100% you get me so I don't know more power to them though man alright guys so I think we're done on top of a good day, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was all cultural. Innocently cultural. In the end, it was all cultural. It's all innocent, man. I, honestly, I think I, people doing like essays mm. and... Yeah, mm. so I don't think it's that deep. Like, what? Over this? And no. that's, why, I, that's why sometimes I don't understand social media because something like that, obviously I saw that and because of the whole comments or whatever is why I reported on it. Mm-hmm. But something like that, like I don't, I don't care for it mm. because... It's not my story. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. It's the like, thing where I, I can imagine him and his guy looking at it online saying, he's saying, babe, look at it. Look, look, look mm-hmm. what they're saying. Like, mm-hmm. Look at this. Look what they're doing. And she's like, yeah, I know. They're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm trying to they say? They're so right? crazy. <laughs> they're so crazy. Like, they didn't like... know what I was doing, though. <laughs> Long, man. Yeah, man. All the best all parties involved. Yeah, man. Let's get next head dance. <laughs> Good morning, Cola. Hello? All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so trigger warning there, guys. Um, two teenage boys have been charged with the murder, with murder, pardon me, after the shooting at a 16th birthday party in Alabama that killed four and injured 32 over the weekend. We spoke about this Monday, I believe. Brothers Tyreek McCullough, who's 17, and Travis McCullough, who's 16, were arrested on Tuesday night, police said. Authorities said the suspects are each being charged with four counts of reckless murder and that more charges are expected. Hours later, police announced the arrest of a third suspect. Wilson Lamar Hill, who's 20, is facing the same charges as the two boys who prosecutors say will be charged as adults. Next headline, trigger warning here as well. And a report has revealed that Ofsted was warned on more than 100 occasions about incidents at children's homes um, where residents face horrific abuse. An expert panel criticised inadequate leadership at the Hesley Group, which ran the homes as well as failures of regulation. The review lead said a major overhaul of the safeguarding system was needed. The latest report by an expert safeguarding panel examined how the system failed to protect children in the company's care. It found that Ofsted received 108 reports of serious incidents at the homes and that 232 referrals were received by Doncaster Council's safeguarding lead. And whistleblowers shared concerns with authorities on more than 20 occasions. And the last headline, trigger warning here, actually no trigger warning here. Um, the government is considering issuing new guidance to single-sex schools in England, saying that they, are, they aren't legally obliged to admit transgender pupils. New advice is being drawn up by the Education Secretary, Gillian Keegan, and the Equalities Minister, Kemi Badenoch. It will cover the legal position of single-sex schools in relation to admission decisions, as well as how teachers should respond to children who are questioning their gender identity. The guidance, which is first reported on by The Telegraph, is expected to say that schools will not be breaching the Equality Act if they refuse to admit transgender pupils. Also, a report is suggesting that school leaders will also be told they will, that they will be allowed to refuse to use a pupil's preferred pronoun. That's it for deadlines. Thank you. Let's get into Word and Road. All right. So I came across this article um, on the Business Insider. I actually had to sign up. I'm very committed to my job, you know. I had to sign up, pay a pound <laughs> to, to get access to the full articles. I was so intrigued by it. And it's about Love is Blind, the show. And the title of the article is Love is Blind is Hell on Earth. Contestants say producers deprive them of food and sleep, preyed on their anxieties and refused to let them quit. So, of course, it grabbed my attention. So if anyone who doesn't know, Love is Blind is basically a Netflix show started in 2020. And it's about um, strangers. It's a, it's a social experiment to see if people can fall in love without seeing what each other look like. So you get to know each other. And basically they talk in like little pods, which I would love to have one in my house. It's just really, it looks very peaceful. But yeah, they've got um, little pods and they basically speak to each other through the pods. Um, and they don't give any details about their physical, what they physically look like or anything like that. Um, you wouldn't say if you're white, black, tall, short, anything like that. Um, and then they basically speak, get to know each other. You speak to different people. And then obviously as the days go by, weeks go by, you then, it, you then make a selection of who you, I guess you want to sp spend the most time talking to. And then they get engaged through the pod. So the man will ask the woman to marry him. I'm not sure if there's been a woman that's asked, but if you're doing love is blind, you've got nothing to lose. Um, so yeah, so they ask each other to marry each other, whatever. And then after they say yes, if they say yes, then they then meet each other for the first time 
and then they end up going away and blah, blah, blah. And they, yeah, they go away to like a country for, I think, what was it Danielle said yesterday? Was it three weeks or six weeks? Something like that anyway. And then you either get married or don't get married. So I was so interested because obviously Love is Blind is meant to be like a, it gives like a wholesome concept of, you know, fall in love with the person and it's all about the person and what they really like. So it was very interesting to hear what the conditions of their filming was like. And apparently they film for like 20 hours a day. 20 mm. hours a day. They don't have access to food and water like that. And mm. um, obviously because they're filming 20 hours a day, they get very sleep deprived. And so, um, but then the contestants who did this article basically helped them with this article. They're real life contestants. A lot of them were from season one and season, yeah, I think season one and season two. But anyways, they were basically saying how they feel like them being sleep deprived, not being allowed to sleep is intentional mm. so that they can make them go crazy. Because obviously if you don't get sleep, you start to lose your, your mind. Mm. And obviously that will make for good content. Because they were also saying how they don't get access to like food and water, like as you would think. Mm -hmm. However, they're constantly being given alcohol. Oh, wow. Constantly being given alcohol. If you request a sandwich and you request a bottle of wine, they bring you four bottles of wine. And then one of the girls was saying how um, she didn't, she was intentional about not drinking because mm -hmm. she knew what she wasn't eating properly and whatever. And then she just made a joke about, oh, like this is kind of, this type of wine I want. I said the next day she had four, they gave her four bottles of it. So I'm just not really getting food. Mm. So I thought that was very interesting. And then also they get the, the assistants on set and whatever to consistently top up their glass. Like the glasses are never empty. Wow. And then it makes sense because basically in the seasons, you will see like here and there where people fall asleep in the pods mm -hmm. with other person talking to them. Yeah. It makes sense now. I'm mm -hmm. flipping tired. I thought it because people were boring because it mm -hmm. tends to be boring anyway. But yeah, it's because they're, what's it called? It's because, um, People are sleep deprived. And there was a girl, there was a contestant actually, she she passed out. She passed out due to like lack of care. And then when they when she woke up, they just got her back in the interview room. They didn't do a medical check. <laughs> they just said, all right, get back on set kind of thing. So yeah, a lot of them have talked about, and they also talked about like the mental health aspect of it and how they don't take good care of them, which obviously is a big thing in terms of reality TV. We've seen it with Love Island, how they don't help them they don't give them mental, adequate mental health care mm. during and after the after the filming, before, during and after. One of the contestants actually said that she told them, trigger warning, trigger warning, self-harm. She basically told them that she'd been suicidal in the past. Mm. So when they, because they basically do it like a, they say they do a, a, a psychological assessment before to see if you're fit enough for the show, you're fit to handle the show. But she was saying how she thinks that, she said she basically let them know that, listen, I struggled a lot, I've, I've um, attempted suicide. I battle with mental health. I battle. I battle with this, this, and that, whatever. And she said she actually feels like that's why they got her on the show, because the, the brand has like crazy. So like, okay, that's good. Then that, that's good entertainment. Like, come on the show, kind of thing. Mm. So she was saying how they, they just do it. She she was saying how the the one the pre checks is just so they can cover their backs. Like, oh, we did our checks, but really nothing you say plays a part in it. Because she said how obviously not getting the right kind of help during the show and after the show. Because a lot of them become famous. And then you see all this stuff being said about you online and the normal people with normal jobs mm -hmm. and whatever. So not having that care obviously would affect them. Some of them have had to like quit their jobs because they literally cannot function in a normal life. It's difficult for them. It was very, very interesting. And then one of the girls was saying as well how like they use their sad stories to get at, like against them basically. Mm. So she was saying how, you know, she was just talking to a producer, but like just casual conversation, not filming anything. And um, when 
I think she was, she was talking about like, I think a parent dying or something like that. Very long article. Very long. But but interesting though. But um, talking about like something, something like that, something deep like that, loss or grieving or something like that or relationship or whatever. And then when the cameras were on, they were like, all right, talk about it then. Like they kind of mm. got her to talk about it and whatever. And there was another contestant, I think she was in season one, and she and this guy were talking about the bonding over the, how both their parents died. And they were really having like a very emotional conversation. Mm. And because it wasn't what they wanted, they were like, okay, cut that, like cut it out, basically. So it was it was very, very interesting um, article, I can't lie. Mm. I think if you're interested in just knowing how these things work, reality TV shows and all, just the reality of things, I would definitely suggest it. It's, it's, it's a pound. Um, and then you can cancel it. That's what I had to do. But um, yeah, it was very interesting. I think it's wild that, you know, obviously you don't, they're not eating enough. They're not sleeping enough. They're not drinking. And apparently the first season as well, they had them sleeping in, a, you know, like um, tour buses. Mm. Basically that. And apparently the beds were not comfortable. There was rats in there. What? And yeah, there was rats in there. And then they had to basically be like, no, when like they all had to big take, take a stance to be like, we're not sleeping in here. Ridiculous. That's when they then checked them into a hotel. That's ridiculous though. It's like the conditions. Honestly, it's giving me Squid Game. Can't even lie to you. Mm. It's really giving, you have to resist. Like, is love really worth it? My love cannot be blind after all this sufferings. <laughs> so the least my love can do is bloody see. I tell you that. But um, yeah, it was very, very interesting to see, to hear about these things. And apparently as well, like even when it comes to like them being paid, they can only be paid, I think, $1,000 a week with a maximum of eight weeks, which is the duration of the show and mm. whatever. However, when you work it out to them working 20 hours, mm. it's less than minimum wage. Because yeah, yeah. one of the contestants, he took them to court. I'm not sure if he's won anything like that or if it's still ongoing, but he basically took them to court and said that it's um it's against, they're violating the labor laws. Yeah. So that's, so obviously when you hear a thousand, a thousand dollars, eight weeks, if you get eight, eight grand, that's fine. Do you mm. know what I mean? But when, you, when they start working you to the bone and then when they get there as well, they, take their like passports, their phones, their everything. They're not allowed contact with the outside world. They're never allowed to listen to music on the bus rides uh. between the hotel and the and the place they film. They're never allowed to listen to music. Like it's proper weird. It's it's very it's very yeah, it's very mm. camp punishment like. But yeah, it was very interesting. And now it makes sense why obviously people move the way they're moving it. I'm not sure if obviously with the third season they would have improved things drastically, but it sounds like the the first season they were the scapegoats. But speaking of love, um, John Boyega's alleged ex, mm. I'm not sure if it's confirmed, she basically called him out um, for cheating. On who? On her? Yeah. Do we know who she is? Yes. So what? she's an influencer. Her name is Pamela. Okay. Pam, Pamela CB, her Instagram is, I believe. But she's like... She's like an influencer. Like she's known, basically. So basically, she I'm gonna read some of the stuff that she said. She talked a lot. There's a video of her going viral at the moment. But you know what? It's like I'm in two minds about it. Because I am very much, I don't like people knowing that I'm struggling with something or like keep things in-house, which isn't always okay. healthy. Mm. But at the same time, like I have a lot of shame. And I think more people need to have some sh is that the girl? I don't know. You said Pama CB? Yeah. Is that Instagram? Yeah, that's her. That's her. Yeah. Wait, how do I look? John Boyega's ex. Mind, let me, um, oh, let me hook you up. All right, cool. So, yeah, so I'm very much like... <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Yeah, it wasn't 
What did he say? He said, let me hook you up. Oh. He's talking about the swing here, isn't it? And then Pama CB. P-A-M-M-A. Thank you. CB. Hold on. P-A-M-M-A. Yeah, man. She had DM it to you. Have you got it? But yeah, man, so... um. Yeah, so she basically called she him out. She's thick like Burger King milkshake, innit? Milkshake. Where's she from? She's from Zimbabwe. Mm. Follow her on the accent. Me? Mm. I think yeah, I think she's from Zimbabwe. Yeah, she, I think she is. But anyways, um, so she basically was saying that they're dating, and this is why I say like I get it because she's obviously going through heartbreak in it, and heartbreak stinks. But there's, there's some, um, so she was with her, one of her friends there, one of her um, close friends or whatever. They were like checking to a penthouse. Her friend was trying to cheer up or whatever. And they were drinking, she was drinking bottles and bottles of wine. Like, do you know how you know someone's going through it? Yeah, so there was the glass here yeah, for the wine. She filled it to the brim. Mm. And I don't mean where you can see, there was no space, Iman. <laughs> like, so there's this so there's this challenge on TikTok mm. where basically you fill like a glass of water mm-hmm. and it's like say a group of friends, say like all of us in this room, we have a glass of water on the table, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we keep like we keep topping yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. But whoever it is that the water you top it up and it spills, mm-hmm. that's who mm-hmm. who fails in it. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some amazing it's sick how much a glass can hold in it. Mm-hmm. Hers, she's winning every damn challenge. Like, I couldn't believe it. But this yeah. is this is the vibe she's because obviously she was hurting and whatever, and basically. She was basically spilling all the tea on her Instagram. She looks a bit like um, it was a lot. Yeah, she does, not it? Yeah, like, yeah. don't see it. Oh, I used to follow this thing. She's changed. She looks different. She's like who? Muted. Yes, all them um, muted again. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, yeah, so basically, she. No, I actually know this thing. Well, I don't know her personally, but I, I know her. But she looks, why she looks so different now? She's had things done. She's, she's changed. She's quote unquote glued up. She was bitter before. Um, but yeah, okay, so basically, yeah, that's the thing. They never see it. It's wild. They never mm. see it. That's what happened with um, Angela White, aka I, Black Channel. Yeah. They, like when you're in the thick of the surgery and the fillers, you don't actually see how, you, how ridiculous you're looking. Mm. And to see that before, you look nicer. But that's how insecurities get you, man. So basically, she said, some of these blogs get a bad rap, but shout out to that one blog and Tequila, because she keeps saying that Tequila saved her life. She told her wow. mum on FaceTime, and mum was like, really? Auntie didn't know what to do. <laughs> so she said, some of these blogs get a bad rap about... No, but shout out to that one blog and Tequila, because if I hadn't had a drunk moment, and if they hadn't been in my business, I would have never known that a man I admired and was dating for a while had a whole other person in his life and had us playing on, had us playing in on, in, had us playing one in, one out, pretending to be disgusted and angry at the things people would say about me, as in her. So apparently people talk about her a lot, blah, blah. Mm. So when he comes to her, he's like, I don't understand why people hate you, why people are saying these things. But apparently, he Can't. has been spreading the rumours as well. He's, no. She's, yeah, so, she's, she's, she's uh, let me get there. Let me give you the receipts. Okay. Now, I know why he never defended me, <laughs> knowing full well I'm none of the things you call me. You used to sit in my face and say you hated that people bully me and they lie about me because they don't know me. Now, you know this is real when she's got it in caps in the midst of low. 
Who's the other lady? Sorry? Who's the other lady? Do we have... No, we don't know who she is. No, okay. no, no. And then She's going to Sorry, Fernand. And then you think... In the what? In the new girl that Mr. Boyega's got. No, Mr. Boyega, you're <laughs> sick! <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, it must be because apparently it was two of them at the time. But I don't know if, because sometimes this is this is this is the thing with women. Let me put this on. That girl that you're worrying about, yeah, she's never the one you need to worry about. There's always more. It's mad. Like, and I'm telling you this firsthand. You're out here worrying about the girl that you can see in your face whole time. She's not. It's not even her. She's not the danger, is it? She's not the danger. <laughs> she's the decoy. And she's the decoy. And did you know how long it took me to learn that? Mad. Well, now I know better, innit? Anyway, so she said, it was because you were lying to the other person in the picture and telling her I was those things so she wouldn't worry about me. Totally dehumanised me for what? I work... No, I took a month out of my life to support you. So I need girls to be more of the maid. If you're going to... Like, I'm not against, you know, cooking, cleaning, all that kind of stuff. I think do whatever you want to do in it. But do it because you want to do it, not to impress and bag a man. I don't believe in doing things because you want to bag a man. I'm going to feed you because I want to feed you, not because I want you to think I'm a good wife. So, this is the next part. She says, um, I took a month out of my life to support you at work. Support Boyega? Yeah. Doing what? Do what she was cooking and cleaning. Is that it? <laughs> and so much more. Be careful out there. The wicked things people say about you usually come from people who claim to care about you. Imagine I'm being dragged like I'm beneath this person, but this person has fed me to the wolves behind my back. I was good to you. How could you do this to me? How could you sit and watch hundreds of people call me worthless and so much more? This is all in caps. I'm giving this one to God. People really... Anyway. I'm giving this one to God because I already know the courts of public opinion will never ever be on my side. Okay, I don't care about that. And it says, at this point, please feel free to use those evil words you people use towards me. Go crazy. Knowing that some okay, this is it. Knowing that someone I trusted, I shared a bed with, cooked for, cleaned, was kind to for months on end, can lie and do the same is the penultimate torture. And then she said, men, well, she said the N-word, will use the mouth they scrub and moisture moisturize with. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> you know how, like, when you, obviously when you have a woman in your life, yeah, like your life gets better in it. You got the right woman, your life gets better. She shows you good products you can use in your skin. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest with you, one of the worst things is me putting you onto things and now you're using them new things on your next girl. Are you sick? <laughs> so she's basically talking about how she put him onto some good skincare and that glowy skin <laughs> is what he's using to go and be lying to other women. She's talking about how, you know, the pillow, the um, he's, he's pillow talking mm. with the engraved... Um, Mo the engraved um, silk pillow th that she bought and then she said um, so, when, so, when, <laughs> so when he was buying her bags and shoes that she was putting on Instagram we don't know what he bought followers, he bought her stuff there's no receipts um, but she's giving receipts she said <laughs> men will out be out here cuddling girls she said be well I'm not, I don't believe in that but men will be out here cuddling girls in the satin pyjamas you bought them <laughs> sorry I just can't. Um, she said she doesn't care about... She's just saying all these things. She's going to say whatever she wants to say, blah, blah. She said she's glad that she moved on with her life after she saw in inconsistencies. And I'm so angry that I didn't trust my intuition in the end. Yeah, tell her make sure when she moves on, don't use none of the moves John taught her as well, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm you saying? You know what I'm saying? Make exactly. sure you want to talk about face care and skin yeah. routine. Don't yeah. use none of them skills I taught you on the mm -hmm. next man either. You get me? No, you got to. Facts. 
You got to now. Yeah, you got to keep him. This is crazy. This is. You approach a girl with nice glowy skin. That's fine. And then I approach the next man with more confidence. Yeah, but you're, <laughs> saying, <laughs> you're, you're, you're saying it's fine. She's complaining. Yeah, I, listen. I believe in evolving and upgrading. And if you show me some things, sometimes you're just a boyfriend or husband fluffer. Sometimes some guys are just a girlfriend and wife fluffer, and that's okay. It's a game of life. <laughs> Sometimes you just prepare the person to meet the love of the life. This is it, man. Gotta take that L. Someone somewhere is preparing your man for when he's gonna meet you. For you. And that's the cycle. It is what it is. But um, yeah, man, she said dating is not a crime. People date multiple people when they are looking for their person. This started because I read a comment saying some totally untrue things about me. And when I DM'd the person, only to find out they had been told these things about me by the person that she dated. And so many more hurtful and disgusting details. I'm hurt and I'm processing, so my behavior might be a little unusual because it's sore. And of course, John ain't said nothing, <coughs> which I wouldn't. Has she spoken? Well, she hasn't said if she's spoken to John she, yet. She, no, but she tagged him though. She's like, you're not going to have the last She tagged him at John Boyega, you're not going to have the last word. This guy is bigger than this, man. I never heard of her in my life. I is heard he John. though? Because you know what is here? The thing is, you, you will see him and think, oh, that you mm. would not carry yourself. Mm. But he's just a normal human being. No, he's just a normal be, he, guy he, with money. Yeah, Men but, make silly mistakes. No matter what level yeah, they are. Yeah, that's true. 100%. Do you know what I mean? So, this doesn't sound... It's not wild to me. Wait, what's oh, he supposed no, to have no. done? What do you mean? What's he done? Sorry. So, basically, um, he basically... I guess she, she must have thought they were um, dating just one oh one oh. But apparently he wasn't. And then also he was then talking bad mouthing her to the other girl, which I think is the worst. Like, Jad girls stop doing this though. Enough Jad claim, man. Sometimes you have, com- like they do this revisionist history stuff. You know, you mm-hmm. have conversations. There's girls that are walking around out there telling people that they used to see me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we, they, we, they were seeing me. Seeing me? What, with, what, with your eyes? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, technically. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because technically, yeah. And technicality. Mm-hmm. Technically, you saw me every time you saw me, but <laughs> what the hell, what are we doing there? Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? That like, John was probably, she was probably just getting cooked up by Boega, and now she wants to make a scene about it. Like, and this is why we're still men. You need to know who it is that you're getting involved with. And didn't she say she spent what was it a month supporting him? No, that was one month. When he, I think I said he must have been on set or something. Mm. So she basically took time out of her busy schedule to do what? Bring to, him um, no, just to be there to support him. And stuff. So he, these are all allegations, right? Because yeah, it's all exactly. alleged. He, apparently, he doesn't cheat. He doesn't. Black- who said that? He said he only dates black women. That's how you got what he to said to when he had a megaphone in his hand. You gotta listen to people's he said, words. Protect black women. He said I only date. Yeah, but how many black men are protecting black women? And this is what he said when it is that he gave his speech. You know? In adultery. Yeah, I mean, he didn't talk about that. These, right? are, these are all allegations. Yeah, he so, did. Yeah, yeah, this, this is why I said, has she spoken to him? Because it sounds like she just heard from another woman that he was talking bad about her, mm-hmm. and we know people lie. People do this all the time. She's not yeah, even heard it from him. Yeah, but you know, it's sometimes though. Obviously, she's not gonna say exactly what it was, but. Some because with girls as well these days the girls if they're coming to you and saying someone said this about you they're not coming with just they're giving you receipts they're you know, showing you phone numbers they're showing you text messages they're showing you friends. Let me tell you something so funny. Yeah, I was just watching this the other day. It was um, Marvin it from Free Shots. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. I think he was doing a live. No, it wasn't a live. It was a um, normal thing in it, yeah. and he took a picture with, with one girl in it. And this girl's now the neck for that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So this girl. Has screenshotted the um the message from this brother, yeah, that's mm-hmm. reached out to her, yeah, because she's seen, um, because he's seen her, yeah. with uh, Marv, yeah, and said to her, "Be careful, of Marv." Basically, I know his girlfriend. These times, Marv's chilling, single. Yeah, you ain't got a girlfriend, innit? No, no, no chick. Guy just came out of his way to lie just so he can try and get the girl. 
It's what animals that, are doing to but that's, me. But that's a man though. Women do the same thing. Yeah, but you know, I, do you know what? There are, I, I would not deny that. There are absolutely women who make up stuff mm -hmm. as well. But there's more women telling the truth than making up stuff. With men. <laughs> but that's not, not it's, true. No, 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 it is true. Because women come with receipts. Again, this is it. Because we, a lot of women, when they come into someone as a woman, they're very happy. They're gleefully doing it. But my thing is, the reason why I always say to people, don't, never, don't ever come to me as a woman. Don't ever make that mistake of coming to me as a woman. Like, don't ever make that mistake. Mm. I'm not leaving him because you're kind of your stupid words. <laughs> I'll tell you that, first of all. But the thing is, yeah, like a lot of women, they do that. The thing is, they know that that guy has a girlfriend. It's when the guy crosses her, then you want to come to the girl as a woman. Yeah. That's my thing. Come to me as a woman if you did not know about my existence. Yeah. Don't know about me for one plus year. And now because he decided to break things off with you, mm -hmm. now you want to ruin my day because he ruined your day. Can you imagine? Come to me as a woman with sense, please. And this is the problem I have about that whole coming to someone as a woman. Do you get me? So I feel like even with this situation, maybe the other girl, maybe she found out that as actually, yeah, he's moved on from me as well, which is why she's sharing. Because also, yeah. women will, will keep a guy's secret. There are women who, like, you can know, you can see her leaving your man's house and she'd be like, I don't know him. We have nothing. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. If a woman has, if, if she doesn't, if you keep her sweet and she has no reason to pull up, to burn all of this mess down to the ground, she wouldn't. But if she does, if she's out here giving you receipts and showing screenshots and whatever, whatever, mm -hmm. there's a reason for it. Mm. But anyway, all of this, I, I'm not here for all of this foolishness anyway, but I do feel bad for her because heartbreak is not easy in it. And I can empathize with her pain. And I think people just show it in different ways. Like, If she was John's girl, mm -hmm. I think he would have been very intentional with it. Mm. If that makes sense, isn't that because mm. he gave a speech at the Black Lives no, Matter? He cried speech. as well. No, I'm just saying it would have been on his arm. <laughs> he, okay, he cried. He said, Brent, "Protect black women." Brent, there's, no, there's more to this story. Brent, no, if he found his, his if he story. found his black woman, that, he would have championed it. That's his one, isn't it? Well, I need to suggest it is. So that's not we that one is girl. Probably. I need to suggest it is. We sat here and Mugs, Me? King Mugs. Gave you the playbook of how it is you get the tears no, rolling. No, 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 no. Men cry no, all the time. It no, don't mean that's, nothing. That's no, 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 no. Men are out here crying. Can you remember that? Not for the public. Snot bubble. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, and for, the did you? Did Not for the public. Happen? Did it actually happen? No, I don't think so. <laughs> that's when they got to cry in necessity. He had no reason to cry. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? He's like, if he was under pressure, I could understand where you would be coming from. There, there might be something in it, but mm. that was just raw emotion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We all sat here, right? And watch Jonathan Majors <laughs> play into the new the 2023 Malcolm X mm. Martin Luther's kin. We watched this man do that only for what a week after. Mm. More allegations come up. I'm going to talk about that tomorrow. Cause it's just one thing at a time with me. But do you get me? Like it, all of this public, it's about public perception. It's about people thinking that you're this kind of guy. And you're you're a guy who's who loves and cherishes your wife and blah blah. And look at what they're doing. The girls are going through behind closed doors. But I'm wishing her healing in it because it's not it's not fun it's not it's not great in it but mm. yeah because there's also there's also what you said to be fair where sometimes you be seeing somebody casually seeing somebody and just they don't they've got the wrong end of the stick. Do you know what I mean? I've had conversations with people and even as if it's years years later mm. and the, their version of events and is, is different to mine. And I want like, so interesting though. And I want to say it's like cool like because you was cool you me and you was blessed we was always cool like don't get me wrong but mm. I didn't know you. I didn't know that's what you thought. I didn't know you... You know what I'm saying? And that's what's yeah. interesting. That's why you have to literally have very, very clear conversations because your experiences of something is so different to their experience. I've got bare exes that are not my exes, bro. 
Like there's bare girls out there that will tell people, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, they're my ex. The mm. mug, I'm, I was seeing mug, like you know what I'm saying. And I'm te- they were not my girls, bro. Like that's brazy. <laughs> like honestly, that's wild that you would think that. You know what I'm yeah, it's wild that you would think that. I don't know. But this is why you have to have very clear conversations. This is why I ask men. I'm so listen. I say to a guy here, do you have a girlfriend? He's like, no, I don't. I said that's good. Is there, are there any women that think? They're mm. your girlfriends. You have to be like when you take the prayers to the Lord. It's not pray, about you, you have to be look, specific. It's an open girl. No, because listen, not, those girls thought they, were your, they thought you were the guy. Girls, ladies, let me just tell you now, yeah. Here we go. Then actually, no, you know what? Because some men will say that you're the girl and they're lying. It's, yeah. There's that ah. as well. There's, yeah, it's, they're, it's difficult. Yeah, but they're, they're terrorists. Ah. They are terrorists. Yeah, it's tough. Are they? No, because I was going to say something, but there's look, a, continue, there are men that do that. That won't be part of the clip. So continue. No, but that's the big. I'm just saying. Listen, yeah. It doesn't matter how many fancy restaurants you've gone to, walks in the park, forehead kisses. Do you know what that how is? Much nah. demons, nah. How much demons you unpacked. Mm. Yeah. The, the support. Picnics. Picnics. No, it doesn't, if he ain't told you you're his gal, you ain't his gal. Yeah. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you gave him your last 20,000 pounds. Mm. Yeah. To, for his startup, for business startup. You get what I'm trying I'm, to say? I'm going to need to stop doing that. Stop giving men money. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. It's a good investment. No, it's not. <laughs> they never pay you back. <laughs> they never pay you back. Stop giving guys money. It's good for the black community. No, stop it. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't care about black businesses like that. Don't, I'm not giving no black man money to start when he's with another girl. That's dead. <laughs> it's difficult. But I just, I always say to people, listen, just be very clear. I do say the same thing to girls, to be fair. To be fair. Mm. Like, I've, until you say that this is like, we are... You're my, I'm your girlfriend. And even that, it doesn't stop there. Mm. Um, I'm your only girlfriend. You have to be so <laughs> specific with men. But anyways, I wish her all the best in her healing. Um, I hope things work out for her. But on positive note, I keep telling you guys about Abbott Elementary. You need to watch it if you haven't watched it. You only did Nigerian men. Who, me? So your Sh- advice you know, is only to... Do you know what kind of predicament I'm in? They're the worst <laughs> of the bunch, Brent. Yeah, she ain't talking about Caribbeans, by the way. Caribbean are worse, I've heard, but no, no, I've no, never you tried to. You heard, you haven't, you haven't tried. I it. think that might have, that might have been the sentiment going around back in the day. But after like we've had, we cleaned up, man. After, no, but Nigerians are worse than the Caribbean men. They've always been. I know they have always been, but they didn't know people was making a you're scene. Too fast, there, <laughs> exactly. This, this you're too true. keen this to add to the conversation. I, I don't like that. Nigerians well, no, are wholesome yeah. guys. All Nigerians. So where's John? Huh? No, no, John. John, you know what he's bad. That's you know propaganda, bad? man. John is a, is a he's a he's a he's a triple threat. He's a man, he's a Nigerian man, and he's a Yoruba man. What? What? And this is why it's not true, guys. This is for entertainment. Put the camera back on me. Put the camera back on me. It's a fact. This is it. This is why, like, sometimes I wish I could like other people. <laughs> but no, not my husband, man. We're a very wholesome, lovely Christian man. Anyways, Abbott Elementary, um, Janelle James, and she is basically the principal, Principal Ava on um, Abbott Elementary. She had a interview with Variety, which I thought was absolutely amazing. I just wanted to share little snippets from it. So she talks about her experience, and I didn't know, but apparently a lot of people think that Chris Rock is how she came up. But she was doing things before Chris Rock. So she's been grinding for years and all sorts. But um, he did give her her first, I guess, paid gig and she's actually been part of like show um write like she's been on the writing table for a lot of shows and stuff like that i didn't know i did not know that and she's also got a 20 year old son 
didn't know that either. Um, but I loved her, um, what's it called? I just loved the interview. I thought it was very, very wholesome, very encouraging. She was talking about how during her startup years, this was five years ago, actually, where she was still playing at comedy clubs before she got like a big break. Um, yeah, before she got a big break. Basically, she wasn't full-time enough at the comedy club to be paid um, and to kind of move to New York, basically. So what she would do was stay in New York for like three, four nights. And she had a friend who had a bike shop um, and basically she would sleep in the bike shop overnight. And she was like, yeah, like it was just, obviously it's a, it's a shop in it. So she basically like sleeping like the base, like in the back room kind of thing. But it's like rats, but that's New York. Um, the rats and stuff like that. And then she would then, and then during the day when obviously the shop opens, she would just be wandering the streets up and down, up and down with her bag until she's got to, um, until she's got to perform and then, you know, do it that way for three, four nights a week. I just thought it was very, very, I thought it was a really, really good, um, really good interview. And she also talks about how it is that she got the role of Ava on Abbott Elementary. She said how she doesn't really like shows the way she has to diet for. This is why it's so great when you're involved in black, in black things by black women is, is sick. So she basically said how, when she was told about the show and she had to basically audition, she didn't really want to do all of that stuff, but she sent in a tape anyway. And then she then, after she did that, she then emailed, no, DM'd um, Quinta, which is Abbott's creator, Quinta Brunson on Twitter and said to her, you know, I've auditioned for the show, but I've sent a tape in, blah, blah. But Quinta actually liked her and she said, oh, she's looking forward to watching the show and watching her, looking at her tape. Looked at her tape and was like, yeah, you're, you've already got the role. Like, you don't even need to do anything else. you got the role. And she said one of the things that sold her about the role was that she just had to show up as herself. Like she didn't, she wouldn't have to diet or, or do anything extreme like that. And she said she loved, she loved that. Um, and she also said how, because basically with the role of Ava, she's a principal, but she's not, a, she's like a principal that's clueless. She doesn't know what she's doing. She, so that, and she's also said how she told um, Quinta that she didn't have that much acting experience. She's more of a writer and a comedian. And Quince was like, that's fine. Like, we'll work on that. And I think that's one of the best things that's come out of Abbott Elementary, where it's given people just opportunities. Like, it's honestly, the, the things they continue to do as that show is just so, so amazing. But yeah, it's a really, really good interv um, interview. If you want to check it out, do. She also talks about one of her dreams is to play Storm. And she said that's the only thing she's going to diet for in this life, is if she's, if 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 Marvel's paying, you know, if Marvel, um, what's it, yeah, casts her for Storm. Is she fluffy? Yeah, she's a thick babe. What's her name? She's not fat, but she's thick. Um, Janelle James. Okay, thanks. But, um, yeah, and also, so in one of the episodes on Abbott, they had a Halloween episode, and she basically played Storm, because obviously they're aware that she would like to play Storm with Marvel, so that was their way of supporting mm. her manifesting that happening. It's just, honestly, good, Abbott man. Elementary is such a lovely, beautiful show, man. Like, yeah, I need to start it. It's so like it's so sick and it's so wholesome, the whole storyline, everything in the show. And then when you see outside of the show as well, like that love between them is is so present. Because I think yesterday was their last episode, last mm. episode premiere. And Quinta, she was like, I know it's Abbott's Ab it's Abbott Day because you know it was the last episode. But she was like, I need everyone to go and watch, like go and, and read this amazing interview. And it's just so and it's just so beautiful and wholesome how they support each other and they're just there for each other. It's really, really lovely. But Abbott Elementary, check it out. It's really, really cool. And Quinta named it after her favorite teacher in school. Mm. And it was cute. I think what one of those shows with those white men. Which one which one of them? Not James Corden. The other American ones. What are they called? 
There's late night talk shows. Oh, um, Jimmy Fallon and stuff. Yeah, yeah, them guys. Yeah, one of them had um, Quinter on there, and they got the teacher on like was it? TV. It was so so cute. Oh, you know nice. when they do that, like mm. you know, it was really really cute. But yeah, man, big up Abbott, Abbott Elementary, sweeping up their ward scenes and doing all great stuff. And yeah, I'm here for it. All that being said, let's get into people's journal. All right, people. So welcome to the People's Journal, where I give you the news from an economics point of view. First thing I want to talk about, um, we kind of touched on this before. This was about um, Finland uh, officially joining NATO, yeah? So now, obviously, the Biden uh, administration, they're trying to get Sweden on board, right? Because um, Sweden pretty much, <clears throat> like Finland, abandoned their neutral stance. They're now trying to side with NATO against Russia. They didn't want to be, you know, sitting on the fence or whatnot. But to join NATO, you need everyone who's part of NATO to be like, look, we want you to be part of us, right? And this is where the issue is. So Sweden have got two um, hurdles to, to kind of get over. And this is um, the situation with Turkey, where the, where the president is basically saying, you need to extradite certain guys from your country, innit? Because these are like pretty much terrorists, like in his eyes anyway. And Baerdem supported a 2016 coup against him, right? Obviously, Sweden are kind of fighting against that. They don't really want to do that. But again, uh, the Turkish uh, president isn't really trying to back down from that. Um, Hungary as well, they they kind of got their own grievances as well with um, Sweden. And they're pretty much saying, um, because of how they were talking reckless before, saying how um, Hungary is corrupt and whatnot, they kind of got this um, continuing gripe with Sweden. And so those are the two countries right now that are kind of making it difficult for them to join NATO. But again, I'll give you updates on that if, you know, they, they kind of back down. Also, um, there's been eight days, well, further eight days, I should say, of industrial action, uh, which has been announced for security staff and passport workers. So May is going to be pretty disruptive, man, for people who need, need to basically get their passport sorted or um, pretty much travel or whatever. Also, it's been planned around the whole um, coronation as well. So that's going to be causing trouble as well for, for people trying to get into the country to celebrate the whole coronation of King Charles and whatnot. I know Esther, you're going to be at Buckingham Palace and whatnot, isn't it? <laughs> of course. Front, front and centre. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> and the last thing I want to talk about briefly is um, Kit Kat, man. So Nestle, uh, I've been told they need to kind of cut the proportion of unhealthy food that they sell. And this is, and they need to pretty much pay, play their part in the whole um, global health situation, in it? I'm not too sure how you can tell a company to kind of, you know, do that type of stuff in it. But I guess this is what they're doing in it. So the investor group Share Action said 40% of Nestle's sales of everyday foods in, in the UK were either high in salt, sugar or fat. 40%. So they're pretty much being urged to be like, look, guys, if you pretty much want to be able to do what you're doing in every country, all those countries who are kind of on board in this um, particular um, agenda are saying, look, cut it down, man. This is too much in it. So I'm not too sure how this is going to affect sales. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Because I'm pretty sure the amount of uh, sugar content and salt content in certain foods is linked to how much they make in it, the income. Because it's addictive. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So if they cut it down, we'll see in it. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Pretty much it for the People's Journal. Thank you, Headlines. Love a work a joke today, don't you? <laughs> 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 All right. Hold up. Uh, 
So we have an interview today, and I love you when <laughs> I see. <laughs> I love it when I see um, black people in industries that you wouldn't necessarily, I guess, industries that we wouldn't necessarily see ourselves in. But we have someone with us today who has a is it a, is it a line you call it? Mm. What do you call it a line? A brand. I call it a brand. Yeah. So let's go brand. Let's brand go brand. Like yeah. A, yeah. Mm. He's got a run brand. Yes. I think that's absolutely amazing. Yes. Like, good morning, Uche. Thank you. Um, that's not actually my name, but um, my oh. name's... <laughs> that's the name of the actual brand. My name is Okay. Brand. Yeah. Do you Frank? Frank. Okay, lovely. It's lovely to meet you. So How are Uche you? Uche Uche is um, Igbo abbreviation of Ukechiku, mm. which means God's will. Okay. So it's got quite a lot of meaning behind the name. It's sort of the name after my business partner's younger brother, who sort of sadly passed away. So it's a okay. bit of a testament mm. to him. So it's not just a random name you sort of plucked out of nowhere. There's actually some sort of meaning. Oh, that's beautiful. It. Beautiful, yeah, yeah, man. Oh, that is yeah. very beautiful. That's very yeah. awesome. Don't get me wrong. A lot of people struggle to pronounce it. Um, we get like Uch or Uchi, which is quite frustrating, but it's actually Uche. Uche. Yeah. Uche. It's Uche. Yes. I knew that to be fair because I'm Nigerian. There we go. Yes. Yeah. So you're Nigerian as well? I am Nigerian, yes. Igbo as well? I am Igbo. Okay, okay. Big up Igbos. So two out of three. Slander. Boy, that's what me slandering men. <laughs> but um, that's lovely. Well, thank you for coming on the show. How mm -hmm. are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Um, I've been up for quite a while, so I'm like fully alert to... Love um, it today so yeah thanks for having me yeah we're morning mm. morning people here aren't we yes well, you would think so isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, would you um let's um just tell us a bit about yourself please um personally mm. um so i've worked in the alcohol industry for about 12 years mm. yeah um working on brands for a bigger company um so i guess that's why i've always had like the intuition to do something like this mm -hmm. at some point in my sort of life um, okay. but yeah i was just very fortunate to have two other friends who are sort of keen on doing the same thing as well so Okay, how did, that's sick. How did you start off in the in the industry? Um, I just, I, you know, I started in like an accounts position and I sort of gradually worked my way up to the position I'm currently in. Don't get me wrong, I've, yeah, I've um, sort of explored other opportunities at points, but it hasn't really worked yeah. out for me, so I'm still in the industry at the moment. Okay. Yeah. That's it. So your business partners as well, were they um, part of the industry as well? No, um, one of them is a marketing sort of guru Thing, okay. but he's very sort of good at digital marketing and websites and all that sort of jazz. And another one of my colleagues is really good at the sort of another sort of IT realm. I always forget what he actually does for a living, but it's, it's quite <laughs> relevant to what mm. we do. Okay, mm. but it's very sort of deep into sort of IT. He'll hate me for not remembering, but it's so difficult to know your friends' jobs. I'll be honest, I don't mm. know a lot of my friends' it jobs. It should be difficult when you're saying it's so important to what <laughs> to what you're doing. Like it shouldn't be difficult <laughs> to remember it, at it, all. You know it's something to do with people. User research, that's it. User research. Okay. okay. It's quite important, guys. It's very important. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. It's, very, it's actually a very important that's thing. So I just totally forgot about <laughs> My mind just went blank at that moment. I was like, IT people, what is it? But yeah, user research. That is so funny. 
Obviously, um, like, like you said, you work in, like, in the accounts in the alcohol industry. Yeah? yeah, originally when I joined the business, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how did you kind of transition into actually saying, I want to be the producer? Um, so in my role, I was sort of in accounts and then I got presented with an operational manager role, which sort of put me in responsibility for bringing new brands to life. Okay. Like in my current company, they'll give us an idea or have an idea as to what we want to bring to market. And it'll be my job to sort of liaise with producers and marketers to try and bring that product to life. So it's it's very sort of similar to what I've done outside of my current role with mm. Uche. So it's really sort of helped me along to, to really bring the product to market. Okay. And so your business partners kind of just saw it as a good investment opportunity as well? Or? Um, well, it sort of came about because one of my business partners who was very keen on, or used to be very keen on going to nightclubs and doing bottle service, he'd, mm. all, he'd all the bottles and, the bot- and he's a rum fan. Mm. But a lot of the time they bring over things like Captain Morgan, okay. which wasn't terribly representative of him. Mm. And so things like Grey Goose and Belvedere and yeah. Ciroc, they'd rock over with Captain Morgan. And he looked at it and was like, well, this is not something that mm-hmm. sort of fits my personality. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of his idea to think, oh, let's create something that better fit us mm. as a culture, as mm-hmm. opposed to the rums out there would typically have pictures of pirates and colonialism. We wanted something <laughs> yeah. that mm-hmm. really sort of stripped all that back and just presented a liquid that was just rum. With mm. no sort of ancestry, ancestry or historical ties to, I don't know, like the negativity yeah, that we sort 100%. of see on rum bottles that we sort of buy and consume. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. So in terms of like, I guess, the studying behind uh, what goes into actually coming up, coming up with the right, like, concoction, mm. right? Like, how difficult is that? It was very difficult. We had to, like, we, we, we started, we based it on a rum from... Bermuda, Barbados. I, I'm terrible today, honestly. And we based <laughs> like on a your rum. Your partners are looking at you I'm like, what? <laughs> no, but we based it on a rum that one of my business partners went abroad, brought it back. We thought it was nice, but we thought we could do something different with it. Okay. So we then sort of worked with a distillery in the UK to produce it, and we told them what we wanted. Um, it took about 18 months to really sort of come to the right mm. flavor and sort of um, taste and profile that we were looking for. So it was quite a long-winded process. But mm. um, yeah, we think we sort of created something that a lot of people like. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people try it, they like it, and you know, I say like every every one in four people buy a bottle or buy something from us once that's they've tried it. So yeah, it's a pretty good product. So where where are you kind of like how, how are you marketing? How are you doing your whole field research and, and everything? Um, in terms of marketing, um, we do we sort of attend a lot of sort of food festivals. Okay. Um, sort of black culture market, like for example, there's a black culture market in Brixton, mm. and we, we've been there. You know, every couple of months since August, we go there, people try it, they love it, they buy it. Um, yeah, I think people definitely sort of see something in the product that sort of they can sort of resonate with. Mm. Like I said, sort of going back to the whole Captain Morgan thing. Again, it's not something I would look at and think, oh, that's me. So I wouldn't typically want to buy that. Yeah. Plus, at the same time, I'm not a heavy rum drinker. Okay. So I wanted, we want to create something that if you had a little bit of a sweet tooth, you could still sort of appreciate it. Because mm, I think okay. rum is either at the spectrum of your seasoned rum drinker and like things like... I don't know. Um, I can't think of the rum right now. But there's um, there's a rum. What's the rum in the Caribbean which everyone loves? They always put into punch. Yes. Mm. If you're a seasoned rum drinker, you might have that with like a splash or something. Mm. It's a bit harsh for me. But at the same time, we wanted to create something that you could just sort of potentially sip with like a bit of ice, mm. and that's what we sort of that's created. A bit of me. Yeah, just like mm. you know, a bit of ice, yeah. a bit of uche. Uche, mm. ch- uche no chase is our sort of tagline, and yeah, yeah it's definitely something that people really like you know when they try it so, mm. so yeah is it like a like a um malibu type thing everyone says that um <laughs> it's not like a malibu type drink. it's coconut flavored okay but malibu is like 21 percent. ours is like 37.5 okay. so it's this nearly double serious. the strength malibu's 21 percent it's 21, juice 22. to me you know 
Yeah, it's light. It's very, very yeah, light. Really light. Whereas ours is like thirty-seven point five percent, and it's mm. and it's more refined. It's more of like a premium version mm. of a coconut flavored rum, as opposed mm. to Malibu, which is I'm not going to sort of um, bad enough another brand, but it's, it's not, just not. It's not my. It's, it's not, not my cup of tea. Quality. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I love that the thinking that went behind like the taste and the flavor and how it is because I don't like alcohol that grips me in the throat. Like, I <laughs> say, why are you so aggressive? With it? Like I like nice tasting alcohol, like sweet, and mm. that's my vibe. Yeah. That's really, really cool. How did you guys agree to, like, even... Are you going to do more flavours, actually? We are planning to do, um, at some point in the future, we'll probably do, like, a spiced, and we're probably going to do another flavour. Just We haven't decided what flavour that's going to mm. be just yet. But yeah, at some point in the future, we're going to have at least a line of maybe two, three, four products. But yeah, we only launched in May last year, so it's still relatively oh, okay, early days. Amazing. So, yeah, considering what we started on fr from last year to where we are now, we've, we've sort of yeah. come quite a long way. So launched as in that that's when you've put it on, put it out to sell. Yep. You said it was 18 months. Yeah, we in started in lockdown. Work. It was sort of like a lockdown okay. thing where you sort of meet up every Monday, mm. sit down for like three hours, go over the whole thing, sort of speak to suppliers. As you can imagine, during lockdown, it's probably... It's difficult. Difficult because people, you know, the world was sort of shut down. So yeah. getting contacts and getting people to actually send things over and mm. it was yeah, quite a lengthy process. But we got there in the end. So once you got your liquor now, yeah? Mm. How did this, what do you do? What you, like you got it, you made it up, you got your bottles, you got a bear of it, mm. I don't know, factories, and you're saying you want to sell it now. What are you doing? You're knocking at the off-license, you're going off-license, door-to-door, you're going clubs, pubs. Like how, do you, how, do you, how do you decide you're going to sell your alcohol? Literally, that's what one of my other business partners, Simeon, does. He, um, he's, you know, he's got an amazing talent of sort of like talking to people and sort of bringing people on board. And he goes off-licenses, has conversations with them, they try the product, and they decide to sort of list the product. Similar mm. to nightclubs, like we were in a nightclub called Ten in London. Um, yeah, so he went there, spoke to the bar manager, tried the product, and they absolutely the loved the table, it. Um, but I think at the moment, I think with the alcohol industry is that you need to get it out to as many people as possible. You need mm. to get them to try it, because once they try it, they'll buy it. Whereas if you, you can't just go straight to a nightclub, because chances are if you go to a nightclub... Oh, <laughs> 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 there we go. Yeah, there, thank you. Nice to see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, chances are if you go to a nightclub, you see the bottle behind the bar, you're not really going to take the risk and try something new. You kind of yeah. need to like try it outside of a nightclub environment. Remember the brand, remember, oh shit. Mm. Sorry, I don't know if I'm not sorry. No, sorry. Oh, no, um, right. But yeah, oh yeah. You just can't see the N word. Because okay. then you owe us two pounds. Oh, wow. Thanks. <laughs> 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 I can't see how that would have cropped up in conversation. No, you owe us one, actually. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, yeah, you know, we're trying to sort of get out to as many people as possible. Hence why we're doing things like Taste of London. Mm. We're doing like Pub in the Park. We're doing like loads of sort of food festivals all around the country this year mm. just to like get it out to as many people to try it and hopefully sort of like come back later on and buy it. So, yeah. That bottle is absolutely, I think that's such a beautiful bottle. Mm. Thank you. Um, my yeah, my business partner, Simeon, had this sort of concept of doing something completely different from any rum out there. Yeah, because it looks like champagne. There we go. You know, like similar to the, like when you see things like Ciroc, Grey Goose, yeah. all those bottles are like tall. They've got like mm -hmm. frosted glass. You don't really get that with rum. So we wanted no, to do don't. something that was premium and luxury all at the same time. Do you know what's so mad? When I saw the bottle, I actually briefly forgot it was rum. Oh, really? Until mm. you said it just now and I was like, oh yes. Yeah. I think that's so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, Did look, you do like research into what, like what would grab people's attention, that kind of research? Um, I think it was quite obvious to us that, I think what the research we did is that we looked at what was in the rum market currently. Okay, yeah. And like I might have said earlier on, like a lot of the bottles there are short, stumpy, mm -hmm. pictures of pirates, pictures of... Yeah. They look like stickers ICT students did. Yeah, do you know what I mean? There, yeah. I don't think there's been much innovation in the rum sort of market for a long period of time. Yeah, so we wanted to do something completely different than that. Mm -hmm. We sort of ripped up like the playbook of traditional rums and thought, you know, let's do let's do something like Belvedere or Grey Goose would do, mm. but for like rum, but for us as well. So, so yeah. That's beautiful. That's a Thank you. Bottle. That's what normally sort of gets people's attention. They love the mm. bottle, then they come over to try it. And like I said. And they love it too. There, there we go. You know, mm. so it's just trying to get it out there to as many people as possible mm. to try it and. 
Yeah, see, I like it. I Did you walk with a discount code? Did I, sorry? Did you walk with a discount code? Because a couple of people are asking if there's a discount code. Oh, walk in here? Yes. I no, walk with it, No, no, I've got... Put camera on me. Support black businesses and support black men. Because you guys never slander... You never slander black men. So... Support them. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know I've been waiting. You know I've been waiting. I've got more. I've got more to come. Support a black business and support black men and pay full price, including delivery. There we go. So um, support. In answer to Brent's question, no, I didn't come with a discount code. Today. That's all right, babes. They support men. <laughs> yeah, you. you ain't got to worry about discount code. They support that. men. Don't you worry yeah. about it. What I also say is that at some point we're going to we're going to sort of donate a certain percentage of our profits to a certain charity. Mm. Like I said, the, I didn't sort of go into too much detail about this mm. earlier on, but the person it was named after did a lot of community work for mm. young um, young sort of teenagers to sort of keep oh. them off the streets. Oh, that's oh, beautiful. So that's something we're going to do similarly at some point in the future. So, yeah. yeah. That's so, it. Again, exactly. So yeah. start donating. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you know, you've got a good product and... You know, like I said, it's more than just a regular brand. Yeah. When you look at a lot of the run brands out there, they're owned by sort of big conglomerates. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not really many yeah. sort of black-owned sort of alcohol distributors out there. So we're just really trying to make a imprint yeah. in a huge market. And yeah, yeah, we just. I do think it's beautiful. Like I said at the start, like I love when black people don't like. I see black people in industries that I wouldn't have assumed that mm-hmm. we're space. We haven't been made for, to feel comfortable that we can have spaces in those industries. And I think this is absolutely amazing. Most definitely. I think a lot of people get put off by, they, they have the idea of they want to create their own alcohol, their own brand, but there's a lot of work that sort of goes on behind it. Like, you yeah. know, it's not just like, you know, it's one of the most re- regulated um, regulated um, industries in mm. the UK, purely because yeah. of the tax implications, purely yeah. because yeah. you've got to pay so much tax on a product. They sort of like rigorously make you sort of jump through hurdles yeah. to be able to even be in a position to create a product. Yeah. Mm. So... You know, it's yeah, it can be done. I just think sometimes people just need to sort of take that risk and do some research and just do it, you know. And I think, um, I think a lot of us, a lot of other black people need to sort of have that sort of idea when it comes to any sort of Mm. product or project, you know, don't sort of be limited by the things that you traditionally see that we've done. This is it, Mm -hmm. you know, because I, when I was sort of growing up, I had the idea of doing like a t shirt idea. Everyone sort of does t shirts, Mm -hmm. not just perspective people that do t shirts, Mm -hmm. but it's it's quite an easy thing to get into. But there's so many different other realms that we can sort of go down if we really wanted to, to try. So, yeah. That's amazing. In terms of like, um, obviously, you guys, this is a black business, right? Mm. Is that something that was kind of uh, a motivating factor, motivating factor for you guys to be like, look, let's keep it black? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, like I said, we, we want to try and keep it as black owned for as long as, as possible. possible. Um, even, yeah. you know, we had, we've had like loads of people approach us in regards to investments and this and that. But at the same time, we're very sort of keen on making it something that, we create for us, but at the same time, whatever we sort of reap, whatever, any sort of rewards that we get mm. can be shared amongst other individuals like ourselves, mm-hmm. as opposed to just going to any sort of regular, regular person that comes with us with a ton of, ton of money. We'd want sort of other people that buy into us as a brand and willing to sort of like invest in us. Because it's not just a product, it's about the meaning behind it, the sort of like the direction that we're trying to take in terms of sort of broadening the horizons of the black sort of entrepreneurial community mm-hmm. so um yeah it's definitely something that was key yeah. to us when we sort of started this um i ask people like um these questions like in terms of like um like you said the entrepreneurial community or like amongst black people yeah mm. but why is that particularly like important to you guys do you see it like i don't want to put words into your mouth but is there a link to how i guess black people are kind of seen in society do you think um ownership yeah i think 
I, I don't know, for me personally, I've always, I've always worked, worked, worked for someone. And I don't really like the idea of working for an employer. Yeah. I've always wanted, I, I've always sort of looked to like do something on my own so I can also sort of distribute whatever I make back to communities or things that I care about. And I definitely mm. feel like within the black community growing up, it wasn't really something that I thought was possible. Mm. But I think in the sort of day and age whereby you've got the internet and you're not sort of restricted by contacts or suppliers. If you've got an idea, you can go on there and sort of do it. You don't necessarily need like big bucks behind it. Which, whereas growing up, I used to think that that's what you needed, like lots of money mm -hmm. to like create something of your own from scratch. But all you really need is an idea, a good idea, may I say, yeah. and a degree of money. And that's all you really need. And I definitely feel sort of going back to the black community, we don't really... You don't really sort of take those risks. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's because we're not, we don't have, have much, so we're not really, and that's a massive generalisation, but yeah. we don't really come from a great deal of wealth. We're not necessarily willing mm. to risk what we do have on an idea that's mm. not guaranteed. Um, mm. But like I said, if you don't take the risks, you're not going to get the reward. So Thanks. again, it's yeah. just, just something that I think was quite important to me personally. Yeah. Have you found that like a lot of black people on, on trying the product, on, on hearing what you guys are doing, are fully like, yeah, I want to support this. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, mm. like, you know, even uh, when you go to things like Black Culture Market, there's um, definitely been a couple of occasions where people come up to us straight away and be like, I love the product, I want to invest. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so <laughs> I've literally just started here. Thank you, appreciate the love mm. for it. But, you know, it's still early days for us and, you know, we've got a plan in terms of what you want to try and achieve before we can even start contemplating those things. But, yeah, you know, like I said, primarily it's a it's a product that is founded by three black, uh, three black individuals. Um, it's got roots sort of like, within my culture, which is obviously Nigerian. My um, business partners are from the Caribbean. So we <laughs> all grew up in the... <laughs> 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 I know, right? Nothing for Nigerian, but Caribbean. <laughs> you know, it's fine, it's fine. Um, yeah, we've got, we've got, you know, we all grew up in London. So there's, there's so many different elements of it that go into this product. It's not mm. just, like I said, a random product. It's our sort of backgrounds, multicultural, Afro-Caribbean, London. And I guess that's something we're quite keen on keeping mm. as long as possible. You know, there's yeah. certain um, certain images, yeah. Certain, how do I put this? You know, for example, like Louis Vuitton back in the day, right? They may want their clientele to kind of look a particular way, right? And wear their 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 clothes, their accessories, what? Right? Would you feel some type of way if, like, you saw people in carnival, kind of just holding bottles of Uche, just doing this? <laughs> um, I, do you know what? I, it's an interesting point. I think. We, we can't really restrict how people want to choose to consume yeah, the product, you know. As long as people are enjoying it in whatever sort of <laughs> environment they want to enjoy it, fair play to them. Don't yeah. get me wrong, I don't think we're going to do an advert similar <laughs> to what we sort of described yeah, there, yeah. someone at Carnival sipping it from the bottle. But at the same time, that's how people choose to mm. drink it. More fair, you know, more, more, more power to them, you yeah, know. Yeah. It's a drink that you can have at home at, at a barbecue, you can go to a nightclub and consume it, or you can take it down to Carnival and stunt with it. You know, it's completely mm. up to you. you know? So I mean, what, if there's, what if a different demographic got hold of it that you wasn't planning for it? Like, look at Brentley, so done. I'm saying, if, it is, <laughs> if he was holding it then, <laughs> promotions, marketing. It's like, it's like, it's like I said, we can't, we can't. I was going to say that, that bottle is so banging here. I can mm. actually, I want to see the boys on the gram stunning with it. Mm. I think it's really nice. Yeah. I've seen them stunt with, yes, the shoe stunt with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you <laughs> pick up the right things. Man, what's the price of it? Um, 35 99 Okay. Oh, that's gone. But in, in answer to your question, I haven't got any sort of, if anyone wants to try any demographic of any age, it's completely up to them. Yeah. Like I said, it's black owned, but at the same time, if you're like a 50 year old middle-aged woman from Scarborough and you enjoy it, more power to you. Yeah, you know, that would be for like, what, 2%, 3% of the UK? Exactly. Yeah, we yeah. can't. can't just 
You can't just sort of that can nah, what, if, like, what if the homeless got hold of it and it was like white lightning or something? And just homeless people <laughs> everywhere you just see homeless people post up with Uche. You'd be pissed. What are you talking about? Stop lying. Yeah, very true, <laughs> I, 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 I then would have to ask, how on earth did you get a bottle of Uche? I used to start speaking to our suppliers and be like, are you just doing a free giveaway here? What's the deal? Are you got security measures? Are people robbing bottles of Uche from your shelves? What's going on here? But you're right, there are supplies. But then again, as long as they're enjoying it. Yeah, each the, their own. the money's rolling in, boy. Exactly. As long as paying for it, then each their own. There's, I don't mm. feel like we're sort of like ruling out anyone that appreciates it because, like I said, two percent, three percent of the population. Yeah. You know, I don't think any business is going to be truly global if if you're only catering to a small demographic. Yeah. Facts. You're not breaking even. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. yeah. Have you? Uh, I know, obviously, like you just said, um, you just started, yeah. But in terms of like, I guess the next country, the next mm. place mm. to kind of push this, yeah, mm. where would that be? Um, funny enough, I think Nigeria itself. Okay. Where the horns, Brent? Brief clap, we'll take that. Lackluster. I definitely feel like um, I haven't been to Nigeria for a long time, so I've never mm. really experienced the nightclub scene over there or like the nightlife scene in general. But from what I hear. People could go out there. If you've got money, they love to sort yeah, of show yeah. off and stunt. And I definitely yeah. feel like this, they, sort of, this, is a this would completely be the right sort of target yeah. demographic yeah. over there. That's it. Um, yeah, that's something I guess we're going to try and look into long term. It's quite a tricky thing, sort of exporting things mm -hmm. like this. But definitely at some point, yeah. it's something we want to consider. I think it's great. I think it's beautiful aesthetics. Mm. Like I can just imagine it every, everywhere. Yeah. Sick. This question is maybe a, a bit of a logistics type thing. Yeah. Mm. But if it was a case of you um, exporting to Nigeria, mm. would you have to set up a business in Nigeria too? Um, what we'd have to have is an importer, like they've got alcohol importers in Nigeria, mm -hmm. who I imagine would sort of import like big brands from like okay. Europe, like things like Grey Goose, Moe, anything that, you know, and we just have to sort of liaise with them and okay. they'd have to sort of like order it from us and we'll just sort of ship it over there. Okay. Um, to be fair, you know, now thinking about it, it's not, it's not that tricky a thing to do. I guess we just haven't, that's not really our main focus at the mm. moment, mm. but at some point in the future, I guess that's something we'll consider. Yeah, so you're new. You're not even mm. a year old yet. Yeah, you know. yeah. yeah, exactly. So, like, in terms of, like, I guess, your short-term goals, yeah, mm. what are some of the main things, like, yeah, we need to take this off and that and that? Um, short-term goals, um, we... So last year, I think we did, like, 20 events. Okay. Mm. I.e., we sort of went to 20 different markets or 20 different sort of festival-type things. And mm. this year, we're trying to do, I think, 100. Six. So oh, we're so. trying to do five times as many as we did last year. Mm. Um. And like I said earlier on, you know, we need to try and get out in front of as many people yeah. as possible. So that's what we're going to try and focus on this year. Um, another, I guess another thing would be to potentially collab with someone that we feel would resonate with the brand. Mm. Um, I guess, you know, um, with alcohol and with social media in itself, if you have the like, right person sort of on social, sort of screaming about a product, telling you how amazing yeah. it is, yeah. chances are people would be like, oh, you know get influenced. What? I'm going to have, you know, have a little mm -hmm. try of that. Yeah. Um, but again, it's about finding that right person who sort of buys into what we're trying to do and isn't really in it just for the money. They're in it to mm -hmm. like expand us and sort of buy into what we're trying to achieve. It's not just, yeah. oh, give us like, I don't know, 10 grand and we'll, we'll post something. No, it's about following us on this journey and hopefully all of us will sort of reap the rewards of what we're trying to achieve. I love that you said that. I think, I don't mm -hmm. think enough people think about that. They mm -hmm. never think about the person, that it, the p person has to be in line with your brand mm. and it has to come across to, because that's what will make people buy into it as well. Yeah. If it seems very authentic and genuine. If it just seems like it's just a check for them and if Bacardi messing the would have done the same thing, mm -hmm. that's the thing. So I love the fact yeah. that you're you're thinking that. That's very, very important. That's definitely. Mm. So, so in terms of long-term goals, mm. what are you thinking? 
Um, long flavors. term goals. Yes, exactly. I think passion fruit. By the way, I'm just gonna throw that out there. Passion fruit, passion fruit, I guess long term goals. We would continue to produce a number of flavors. Mm. We would be in a would be in like a number of your sort of high street chains, okay. like the Tesco's of this world, um, Waitrose, Asda, Sainsbury's, them sort of them sort of establishments. Um, yeah, and we'd be a brand that people would sort of recognize and be able to pronounce correctly yeah. mm-hmm. at first glance. Um, yeah, I think those are like long term aims. And also, like I said, going back to the sort of charity side of it, we want to sort of be behind initiatives to firstly do things to help younger teenage mm-hmm. black people to do something positive. Yeah. But also, potentially, maybe on the flip side of it, do something entrepreneurial amongst them and potentially get behind any sort of business ideas mm. that they might have. You know, similar mm-hmm. to like Dragon's Den, but maybe something that, yeah. you know, you know, you've got an idea, feel free to sort of like reach out to us. Yeah. You know, we're not going to say we're going to sort of back every idea, but if you've got a good idea, we'd like to sort of be in a position to, yeah. to sort of help you help achieve it. So yeah, yeah, I guess that's, that's another sick. one of the long-term goals. Mm-hmm. So, like, so um, like you said, yeah, trying to get into like, I guess long-term Tesco, Sainsbury's, them type of issues, yeah. If like today, like someone watching this was like, yeah, you know what, I want this in Tesco. Mm. Like, could you do that? Um, not. Um, how, how's scaling? Like, how difficult is that? We could probably do it. I think with okay. any sort of like smaller brand, they wouldn't sort of expect us to be in all yeah, 1,000 yeah, Tesco yeah, stores. Yeah, yeah. They'll traditionally sort of get us to like, I don't know, list in maybe a region. So maybe like mm-hmm. four or five, ten of their biggest stores. And that's something we could probably do like in weeks. Um, if it was to like really ramp up to like all Tesco's, that's definitely something we'll take a little bit, of, bit mm. a little bit longer. Mm. But yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not completely out of the realms of possibility. Um, on your website, yeah, mm. I saw like you've got like a special, like a special thingy. Yes. All right, can you explain that? Okay, so when we first produced it, we decided to select the first hundred bottles that we ever produced, and we've put it into a sort of gift box with a certificate to sort of say this is one of the first ever bottles, oh. first hundred bottles that Uche ever produced. And it's available for people to sort of buy and keep and potentially seek as like some sort of investment. Because mm. sometimes with alcohol, a lot of times with alcohol actually, if you buy something, uh, buy a product, especially one of the first ones ever and sort of keep it for a significant amount of time, it can be worth something later okay. on down the line. So yeah, we have that online for people to sort of buy and maybe just give to people's presents. Mm. Uh, not necessarily consume because it's uh, it's 149.99, so it's yeah. not something you can buy a regular bottle with exactly the same taste, but this one just happens to be one of the first 100 yeah, ever produced. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's just something we've got on there for people to really sort of invest in and, yeah, sort of take advantage of while we've got stock. <clears throat> oh, so, so what? So each one's, like, numbered as well? Yeah, each oh, one's so numbered. Each one comes with a certificate um, signed by me and my two business partners to sort of confirm Jeez. this is one of the first 100. Yeah, that's you. sick, man. <laughs> mm. um, I was going to ask you before we wrap up here. Tell us something nobody knows about yourself, and even some of your business partners do, or each has a brand. Wow, that's um, <laughs> a pretty deep question. Um, something that um, I don't know how to ride a bike. What? I don't know how to ride a bike. I can say why. <laughs> <laughs> um, my dad tried to teach me when I was younger, but he tried when he tried to teach me when I was eight or seven on, on like an adult bike. Okay. And yeah, I must have see? dropped a couple of times. I was like, this isn't for me. Like, having, you know, <laughs> normally people start when you're younger with stabilizers. You st- yeah. I graduated straight to like an adult bike. Like a tricycle. And I was like, this isn't for me. So after mm. that point, I just sort of. See, African parents, they're going to push you, boy. My son with the bike with no stabilizers. Really? He can ride that. Mm. Oh, wow. He's free. 
Thanks, man. Appreciate it. The annoying thing is, I feel like I'm at an age where I can't even like go back to a bike with stabilizers. So I feel, I feel like I've just got. Yeah, you, to... Like, you have to. It's one of those ones where I'll be honest. Lockdown is when you should have learned. That fear of balancing as an adult mm. is long. Mm. I think as a kid, you don't you don't think about it. You get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. trying to balance on a bike as, as an adult, adult when you're aware that you can yeah. drop to the sand, you can break an arm, and I've got work and yeah. I've got it's things tough, to do. Isn't it? It's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Fear yeah. is why kids like fear is what holds a lot of adults back from so much. Yeah, that knowledge of fear. Most definitely, I think especially when you're young, you fall over, you might be able to get up and walk it off. But if I fall over now, I know for a fact it's going to come. I'll be like this for like a week, two weeks, a month. I have to take time off work. It's just, I don't need to ride a bike that much. <laughs> exactly. I drive, it's fine. I can walk, public transport, it's all good. For you. And what's that, um, I guess, a big life lesson? A life you, lesson? Yeah. Um, if you've got an idea, and like I said, if it's a relatively good idea, mm-hmm. do it. You know, yeah. I've always had ideas, but if it wasn't for the drive of my business partner, Simeon, who was literally like the engine of this project, he mm. would like make us meet up every Monday religiously. We've got to do this. You've got to do this. You've got to do this. And if it wasn't his drive as mm. like the engine of the group, we probably wouldn't be where we are. Yeah. So I feel like a fear definitely stops a lot of people from achieving their dreams. Yeah. So if you've got an idea, just do it. Don't get me wrong. There's some ideas that are terrible and no one should ever follow through <laughs> on. Yeah. But if you genuinely think something will work, there's no, just don't, don't mm-hmm. let anything hold you back because the worst thing is you see someone else do it mm-hmm. and you'll be like, oh, I should have done that myself. Yeah, 100%. That's happened to me a few times. Because mm. a lot of the time, yeah, I, obviously I, I'm definitely not belittling racism and other factors, factors like this, yeah. yeah. But I guess the main thing I'm, I'm, I'm asking here is, I guess, us as individuals or whatever, coming together, have an idea and doing whatever it takes, mm. pretty much. Because oh, I, th- I think that's the ultimate, the ultimate thing, right? Most definitely. Yeah. That black screen <laughs> was Max just off? switching off Emmanuel's camera. It was an accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine. I tried to take. I thought I heard something <laughs> go. I thought I heard something <laughs> go. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I thought I heard something go. <laughs> 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 Did you put it back in? Yeah, It's funny you say that because I, f- I definitely feel that like in certain communities, like if, if a group of them come together, if someone has an idea, mm-hmm. a lot of other communities would all rally around about, you know what, yeah. we don't have to go banks. Mm-hmm. Let's all pool our resources together and support yeah. this individual because mm-hmm. this is what we do within our community. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's necessarily as strong in the black community as it could be. Yeah. Um, but that's definitely something I think we could benefit more of. Mm, 100%. Yeah. Thank mm. Well, Thank you for coming, man. Yes, thank, thank you so you much so for much coming. Thank you so much, appreciate it. I look forward to seeing it everywhere. 100%. It's absolutely amazing. What great you're idea, great product. Thank Honestly. you. Yeah, I've got an event coming team. up, so if you want to sponsor it with some Uche. Interesting. That'd yeah. be good. Um, yeah, please, let's, let's let's talk about that. I've got some I've got some bottles for you guys anyway to oh, go away and try you. and yeah, hopefully appreciate it. It's vegan friendly, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> This is a great guy right now. He's a great guy. You know what, he's a great guest. The great guest came in here, brought us gifts. And a, a we, were ho- we, were hoping, we were hoping he wasn't going to flop. No, no. I, I saw one sure. bottle and I thought, mm. no, no, no. I've got, to bring, I've got to bring something for you guys to appreciate. I can't be sitting there talking about it for like 15 minutes of us. Go away and try it. So, I love yeah. it. Thank you. Nigerian manners. Thank That's you. What I'm saying. <laughs> no animals were harmed, guys. In the what? In the making. It's free good friendly. Please. <laughs> 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 Thinking, what are you talking about? <laughs> but it is amazing. Thank you for joining us yeah, and so we wish you the much. best of everything. Thank you. And yes, we'll be seeing your bottles everywhere. It's it's so beautiful that I don't I doubt 
I don't see it not doing well. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, definitely. That, that's yeah. definitely what we think as well. So yeah, it's yeah. nice to hear that other people think the same thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. the branding yeah. is elite. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I proper, I'm gonna take it home and I'm gonna make sure my family know not to open it <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like I just wanna keep it so precious. Mm. I mean, but yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you, man. Thank you. Right. What we do next? Headlines. Yep. Let's do it. All right, so our next headline um, takes us all the way to Jamaica. Isn't Eman's camera working? Oh. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> takes us to Jamaica, where um, Mocha, which is the major... You don't even know what the news is. That was Max. That was Max. You don't even know. That was Max. You don't know. Could have been a kidnapping. <laughs> Well, it's fraud. <laughs> it's fraud. Do the horn again. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen to Nigeria this time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Jama- hey, Jamaica's diversifying. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> the major organized crime and anti corruption agency, MOCA, on Wednesday arrested and charged three men in connection with a $222 million dollar fraud racket committed at the um, InSports between 2011 and 2017. The men in question are popular party promoters Andrew Wright, Rudolph Barnes and O'Neill Hope. Mocha said um, they are alleged to have been part of a team of former InSports employees who wrote, signed and cashed fraudulent checks for payees who were neither employees nor contracted workers of the entity. The three have been charged with various offences, including conspiracy to defraud, acquisition, use and possession of criminal property, engaging in transactions involving criminal property, and larceny as a servant. Next headline. Um, seems there's going to be some aggressive changes set for Disney. So a new board, yeah, appointed by uh, Governor Ron DeSantis on Wednesday, started outlining an aggressive plan to make changes to a district that oversees Walt Disney World operations, which is a move that is part of a broader political fight that the company's having with the governor, the governor, Ron DeSantis, who we spoke about on the show as well. So the five-person board appointed by Ron DeSantis, each of whom is a political ally, outlines steps that it plans on taking in the future to exert more government oversight over the entertainment giant. Disney sparked a fight with DeSantis, is where it all started from, in March of last year, after it issued a statement opposing legislation championed by the governor that aimed to ban the talk of sexual orientation or gender identity in classrooms up to and until, pardon me, um, third grade. DeSantis responded by proposing the removal of Disney's long-held self-governing status, but ultimately he left it in place. He instead removed the board overseeing the Reedy Creek Improvement District, which is the technical name for the district that oversees much of the company's operations, and he replaced them with political supporters. The district has since been renamed the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. And the last headline, it's a bit of some sad news here, man. And um, it seems to be a very ongoing issue that's happening in Tunisia. And basically, in many Tunisian houses, the water, sorry, no water is coming from the tap as authorities have decided to cut the water supply during the night since since March 31st. The water distribution company announced, among other measures, a ban on using drinking water for irrigation outside of Tunis, which is the capital of Tunisia, and on watering green areas within the city. According to the Tunisian Water Observatory, the water levels in the dams have decreased by 60 to 80 percent, and some other dams have dropped by 100 percent, especially in the central or southern regions of Tunisia. Tunisian dams are witnessing unprecedented low water levels. The water level in the um, Humam Dam in the town of Menzel Tamim has dropped by 70%, according to a member of the Environmental Association in Menzel Tamim. 
Tunisia, which is in its fifth consecutive year of drought, will experience water cuts until September of 2023. And that's it for the headlines. Thank you. Let's get into the reaction. All right, people. So welcome to the reaction where Margs has left the building. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Margs had to do some serious stuff. Um, so he'll be back, obviously, to give you a proper rundown of the reaction tomorrow. But just to, um, I guess, give a recap of what happened yesterday. Erling Haaland scored his 48th goal of the season as Manchester City beat Bayern Munich 4-1 on aggregate to set up another Champions League semi-final showdown with Real Madrid. Holding a commanding 3-0 lead from the first leg, City weathered an early storm in Germany before Haaland's composed finish in the 57th minute effectively confirmed his side's place in the last four for a third year in a row. Man City is just, just killing it all over the place, man. So, yeah. Um, uh, Man City is the only uh, English club in the, at this stage, isn't it, Brent? Uh, yeah, Chelsea's out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <coughs> I guess they're going to, yeah. They're looking at the rest of the competition, I think Man City's going to win this, man. But, yeah. Anyway, on to boxing news. And Conor Ben. <laughs> Obviously, I've been, I've been, um, I've been highly critical of Conor Ben, yeah, to be fair to him. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like it's kind of warranted, to be fair. Um, especially as I felt as though um, the British British Boxing Border Control weren't really doing much, and UCAD as well. But um, he's basically been provisionally suspended by UCAD, which is the UK anti-doping agency. So, um, like we spoke about before, Conor Ben, who's 26, he failed two voluntary drug tests last year, and UCAD and the British Border um, Control... British Boxing Border Control, pardon me, were investigating the results and stuff, innit? But there was all this back and forth about um, whether he did it or not, whether it was intentional. He gave up his license so he couldn't get banned. He was like, okay, you know what, I can fight outside of the country. But all of this type of stuff was happening, innit? And he wasn't officially banned. Anyway, like I said, as of a couple of days ago, he's been provisionally suspended by UCAD. In fact, he was... um, it was reported a couple of days ago, but he was actually provisionally suspended on the 15th of March. Ben's obviously accused UCAD um, of leaking the news and says that obviously he wants to remain free to fight. Sorry, he is free to remit, to, to fight outside of the UK. Obviously, UCAD and, and the British Border Control can't block anything outside of the UK, in it, but they can recommend to those boards not to you know um, let him fight, which is pretty much what it looks like they want to be doing. And the last thing I want to talk about is um, uh, the big fight that's going to be happening on the weekend, man, between Javante Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia. I'll talk about this a bit more tomorrow, but I just wanted to say um, both of them were on Instagram Live on Monday evening, and they both agreed to put their entire purse on the line. A lot of the time, boxers obviously gassing it, talk about, yeah, they're going to win this, that, and the third. But no one's really willing to put their entire purse on the line. Mm. But, hey... They did it live. Mm. So if anyone does want to do it, like we'll see who the liar is, isn't it? But again, I'll go into this a bit more detail tomorrow. But I believe Tank is going to be victorious, man. I hope he is anyway. I hope he knocks that boy out, to be fair. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, pardon me, sorry. One more thing. Just want to say um, an RIP to the former NFL star, Chris Smith, who passed away, man. He was only 31. He was a former defensive lineman for the Cleveland Browns. He spent eight years in the NFL and he played for multiple teams, including the Jackson Jaguars, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Las Vegas Raiders. His cause of death is not um, known at the moment, or at least hasn't been broadcasted yet. But um, there's been loads of tributes on social media and stuff, man. But RIP to him. 
send some prayers to him and his family. Mm. And that's it for the reaction, guys. All right, let's get into our outro. All right. Um, as always, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. Like the video, subscribe to the channel, do all that great stuff. Also, big up our guest who is now left, but big up Frank and his team. Yeah, um, Uche Uche. Rum. Yep, Uche Rum. Check it out. Buy the rum. It's all sick. Support the thing, guys. Support it. He's a lot of supporting man. black men so much. <laughs> if you would like to send voice notes and text in, the number mm -hmm. is 075-6484-1073. You can also follow us on our social media platforms, The Day After TNB. I haven't done that in a while. And if you'd like to inquire about the show or feature on the show, email the team the day after at thenewblack.com. We'll see you guys tomorrow. It's Friday. Oh, can I say one thing, please? Of course you can. Just wanted to say, guys, remember, tomorrow we're going to be talking about some of the best moments on TDA. Yes, we in will. In the past year. So please, like some of you have done already in the community, but call up as well. Remind us. You know what I'm saying? So far, Esther seems to be in all of them. <laughs> yeah, she's the MVP. I Most to definitely. Doing a lot of categories these days. <laughs> but yeah, Enemies man. are shaking. You can never get rid of me, bitch. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, definitely. Write in the comments and call up tomorrow, man. Should be a good one. Everyone it's going to be lit. And we're going to do our moments as well, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> 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 so messy. So we're not going to show up tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you tomorrow. Bye. Peace.